So what are your favorite um, top of your head uh, movie like cliche bits? Um, I asked this because I was recently watching the Bourne Ultimatum on Netflix. I love all three of the, the, the first three Bourne movies. I never saw the one with uh, What's-His-Face from the Avengers. Yeah. Um, or the Jason Bourne, the one with, oh, the, like yeah. the Rocky Balboa-esque one. But <laughs> yeah, I loved yeah. the first three. I think they were awesome, really, really well made. Yeah. But there's sequences in all three of them, especially, and I was laughing out loud in the third one because I loved the, like, the cliche of like, there's the room with the computers and the big screens and the guys like, come on, people, talk to me. Like, you know, like, oh, yeah. come on, people, get on this. We got to find this guy. We're, we're, we're behind. Like, he's on the phone. We're getting that call. How much, you know, how long? And I just love all those things of like, yeah. somebody talk to me. Talk to me. Come on. Where are you? Yeah, with this like hand to his ear. Like, who, who's on? Who's on? Somebody talk someone. to me. Where's he going? I need information, people. I Whatever. like that. Yeah. 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 So like what's a, um, I think about this way too often, actually. So like movie tropes or mm-hmm. like movie cliches. Exactly. Um, I was thinking actually the other day and I was, I was, uh, I was thinking, oh, I need to look that, I need to look this up on like movietropes.com or, or whatever. Is it that is. a website? Um, yes. Wait, really? Oh my gosh. It is. You can go down the rabbit hole on this website. It is just like trope after trope and it's sorted <gasps> by, it's sorted by shows and movies and by episode oh. and it'll tell you like what trope is in what. Does it have clips? Oh, I don't know if it has clips. Maybe. Oh, my Maybe. night just got rad. Yeah, right. <laughs> so go go get on that as soon as possible. Yes, I've already been on the Hannibal trope uh, website. Wow. And there are like several different layers of like cannibalism tropes. Really? Or not. Yeah. Um, one of mine that I just, I was watching, uh, have you ever watched Travelers on Netflix? With no. uh, Eric McCormick. No, I it, haven't. It's actually a lot of fun. Um, it's a Netflix show. Eric Will McCormick. from Will and Grace, Will right? from Will and Grace. Yeah. He's fantastic. It's like sci-fi, time travel sort of thing. Okay. Um, but I love the trope. There was a moment whenever um, like all the time travelers were standing around, and it was a moment where the audience needed something explained to mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. But obviously, because they're all in it, they already know. Where like yeah. one of the people acts stupid. This is also the way that Ice T functions in Law and Order SVU. One hundred percent. Where they go, wait, I don't understand. I'm thinking this is something you do. You would understand yes. at this point, Ice T. You've been in SVU yeah. for like twenty years, but the audience needs this explained to them. So then, like the head person yeah. then goes come on ice you know that whenever blah 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 mm-hmm. da 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 yeah. and then that's so like let me moment. get this straight yeah so so wait you're saying <laughs> it's one of those <laughs> i was like i wonder what that's called it has to be a trope somewhere <laughs> like, yeah it is how did this get made makes fun of that sometimes because in terrible movies they're just like because the plot is so convoluted there's like yeah. occasionally there's like okay so let me get this straight. So we're going down this river to do like yeah, reset yeah, the yes, plot. Yeah, Let's yeah. reset. The let me get this straight trope. I, I like I that love. one. I adore. Yeah, I love that one. I also love um, the trope because you, you you can't show things in real time. Things have to magically happen. And I'm not a very skilled person at most anything. Mm. And again, this is actually again I know this is from from Born Ultimatum, but it happens in a lot of thriller movies like Mission Impossible. I'm sure has these sure. where they're like. I want credit cards, so-and-so. I want to know where he's going to go even before he thinks it. All right, people, get to it. And they turn around their computers and just do things. I'm like, I would be like, um, excuse me, how how do I do that? (laughs) Or alternatively, I've thought like... um, wouldn't these people who are like specialized technicians already be doing this? Like, why Maybe. would they need to wait on so and so to say, "All right, I need this and this"? Like, well, if there's like a new person of interest, like this new person, whatever, whatever, like the German girl from Born Identity. We, well, I want to know everything about her, where she's been. She's got a relative, and so and so, 
And it's like, all right, and hack, steal, I don't care. And I'm like, wow, all right. It's just like able to like do that so yeah. that then we like, when they have insane information, we're like, okay, I oh, buy it. Oh, we know why. Yeah, we know how they got about it. It's this. justified somehow. Yeah, so here's the, the TV tropes. FilmTVTropes.com. TVTropes.org or something org. like that. Oh, yeah. so it's and reputable. Can, uh, yeah, so it's... <laughs> So it's official, yeah. Trope fighter, um, you know, like all these, all these other. I oh, mean, this it is, is amazing. Like, it is really well done. I love that. I mean, one of my favorite movies of all time is Blazing Saddles. I think it's one of the uh, funniest movies ever made. Have you seen it? No. What? Okay. I know. I've never seen. For those fanables, for those keeping track, this is another movie in the one of us has since. Yes, we, we it's probably do, a really reputable a movie. That it's one a, of us it's has a Mel Brooks seen. movie. It's so fucking oh, funny. I like it's him. a western. Yeah. Oh my god. It's on Netflix. You have you and Perry have to watch it. It is, it is. So, oh my, it's yeah. one of the funniest movies ever made. It's so fucking Sorry, funny. Very distracted. By but the so it's TV like a western. Um, it takes place in the Wild West. It's so funny. But there's a scene later when one goes, one of the bad guy goes, "Come on, men, we'll head him off at the pass." And like the main bad guy turns around and goes, "Head him off at the pass? I hate that cliche." <laughs> <laughs> I, that's amazing. <laughs> I, I really like Mel Brooks. All right, oh, I'll add that oh, to the. Oh, it's so funny. I'll add that to the list. No, that's a great question. I, there are so many tropes. I mean, if you think back um, to our our most dedicated listeners, if you all think back to episode one, mm-hmm. I love a good bathroom confrontation. One hundred percent. I'm sad we've only seen two in this entire first season. Oh yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, no, and, and uh, I was watching To All the Boys I've Loved Before on Netflix. That, uh-huh. like, uh, I fell asleep during it. It's nice. fine. But there was a bathroom confrontation in that, and I was like, Really? Oh, the one redeeming quote. Was it a dick measuring <laughs> contest? Pretty much, yeah. Nice, of course. Yeah, it was like the mean girl versus like the like head, you know, oh, ingenue, and they were like button heads. Love it. I love that. Love it. I'm into it. Um, all right. So, speaking of loving it, huh, season one. It's season over. One, this is this it. is it. Thank you to everybody who stuck with us through the first Ugh. season of Hannibal. For those infanables who love this show like we do, we're only getting started. <laughs> Honestly, There's we are one so third of the way through much this fact. to go, and then like if I keep re- like remembering things, oh, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I fucking can't wait for this thing to happen. Yeah, there was a moment, um, and we'll, we can talk about this later. Where I was like, where. Well, I was like, where is Jack's wife? I yes. thought we were going to see her again. I thought so, too. Like, I've like, collapsed oh, storylines in my head, and I thought she was going to be all, like, chemoed out in like, this season. I guess we're going to... I guess I was next... Uh, yeah, season two. I was like, fuck. I, so. I, I thought that was going to come to a conclusion this Me season. Me, too. But, oh, well. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Um, I mean, this... There's a lot. Th- there's a lot. So, welcome back, everybody, to the, the Ethical, Ethical butchers. butchers. And Happy New Year to our Happy listeners, as this will be dropping on January 1st. I hope you had a lovely holiday yes, season, whatever it is that you celebrated. Hope you're hope you're enjoying our dulcet tones while you're nursing that hangover. Mm. <laughs> I, hope, <laughs> I hope you're not at work today. Yeah. Whenever I watch, like, sports, sports events on, like, on holidays, I'm always like... I think to myself, what would be the shittiest job to have to go to on on like Christmas? Or more conversely, what would be the shittiest holiday to have to work? I guess um, it depends on what your job is. I guess it depends on what your job. Like if you're a ER nurse, I'm sure it's July Fourth or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yes. Everyone's I would imagine those. Yes, off. yes. Summer is trauma season. Yeah. Um, yes, I, yeah, I would imagine not being an ER <laughs> nurse on July Fourth. I know for certain offices, like government offices. Um, Christmas, I have I have a lot of friends who are Jewish who work in, I was back up in New York and I was talking to some of them and they were like, I mean, we have to take Christmas Day off, it's closed, but like I'm going in all the other days this week because the office is super quiet and yeah. I can get some stuff done and then I can take vacation days later 
beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, I get that. All right. That works. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I don't know what would be, um, so what job would be hard to work Christmas Day? I think any, like, medical. Yeah role or um we had a friend who had to put his dog down on christmas eve oh no i know so i thought that's got to be hard being mm. a vet on around that's christmas. really hard yeah yeah oh that's hard Ugh. well um we've made it through the holiday <laughs> i have. mean thank god we are on the other we side give of a it. hearty fuck you to 2018 thank we're still god. in it as we're talking right now but yes. as you're listening you won't be in it anymore yeah how's 2019 so far everybody <laughs> i hope it's good Please tell us We're it's so good. close. <laughs> Please, Lord. <laughs> Has the world exploded yet? Yeah. Um, well, I we should start with some. Uh, we don't. I don't really have any housekeeping, but we had some beautiful yeah, some, um, some out, shout outs. Some like, shout outs to do. Um, we got a fantastic email from our good friend Emma, um, and she had a lot to tell us about. First of all, she, she successfully guessed where we live finally i mean people have been throwing out guesses yeah yeah we've been inundated with guesses from all over the world do we agree that we're going to now reveal it or i don't know this is going to this is now an on the air decision because i meant to ask you before we started recording i meant to ask you too um i'm cool with revealing it i don't give a fuck yeah I, i feel like we should we should tell people more about just like stuff about our lives that's not that wouldn't reveal exactly who we are but just like what yeah. we're into i feel like maybe uh, i'm into that yeah but but, but emma guessed now, it right it emma is guessed it. Nashville, nashville tennessee, tennessee. <laughs> music city baby Woo! like so many clues that if you, so you, you google clues. one business that we had mentioned <laughs> or whatever well now we can give shout outs to the different things like if we're drinking local beer which we do every single episode yeah, we make we yeah, I'm drinking Honey Blonde from East Nashville Beer Works. So yeah. one of my favorite places to hang out because they're super kid-friendly. Yeah, and they're so nice, and their pizzas are really great. They are. So If you're ever in Nashville, go to East Nashville Beer Works. And if you're a Middle Tennessee or Southern Kentucky or Northern Alabama fanable listening to this, shout us yeah. out. Come on, hit us up. I'm, you know, That would be really cool to do like a thing. Yeah, that'd be great. Do a live episode. A live, a meet, a meet up, a meet and greet. <laughs> it's like a riff track, so just like us talking over one of the episodes. God. <laughs> Which is what I do anyway. Anyway, yeah. I talk over... Ever. Like, it's really bad. Like, especially if it's, like, a bad movie. Like, I mentioned the bad holiday movies. Oh, yeah. I can't not just, like, quip Talk the whole loud. fucking time. Oh, yeah. The bad holiday movies especially. I'm just, like, offering my, my, my questions. I'm asking yeah, things. Right. Yeah, you're like, who says that? It's yeah. the most ridiculous things. You're like, yeah, anyway. And Blythe, like, has made peace with it, I think. One of my two sister-in-laws fucking hates it. <laughs> She's like, I can tell how so annoyed she is. Because I'm just like... Blah, 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 blah. Like I make some like fucking joke. You talk during every movie? No, but okay. I will. But I will offer bits. I will just do bits. I will say things. I'll I will do also. Bits. I will do bits. I'll point random pieces of scenery out. Like we're watching Love Actually, and I'm like, that's an interesting poster in the background. And they're like, shut the fuck <laughs> shut up. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. This is a very intimate moment between Laura Linney and uh, and her uh, romantic. And and the interest. the the guy the like. Latin guy. Yeah, I know. Sp- I, he's, he's, uh, he's been in other things. He was in Westworld, right? Oh, was Hector? Or what? No, is that, that the guy's oh, name? Oh no, you're right. Um, I know him from Unfaithful with um, Diane Lane. Diane Lane. Uh, Diane, you're in Tuscany. <laughs> no, sorry, under the Tuscan <laughs> sun. <laughs> it's all the same. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Uh, Diane Lane. Oh, okay. Wait, back to our friend. Yeah, Emma. I'm sorry, Emma. So sorry. So she guessed because we mentioned Hi-Fi cookies, mm-hmm. um, and she looked them up. And wow, Yummy. yeah, I meant to go. I meant to get some. We definitely should. They're really, should have really some good. Hi-Fi Eat cookies. the opposite of crude because they're fucking great. I had two of them yesterday. Fantastic. I had their s'mores one yesterday. Oh, did you? 
Where? Did you uh, uh, Nicoletto's. Now we're just going to be name dropping. <laughs> now that the secret is out about where we live, now we're just going to be name dropping. And local businesses, hit us up. We will get do some sponsor. We will sponsor. We'll read our we'll, own ad copy. You can be our sponsor, in yeah. fact. Um, and Nicoletto's is this Italian place that sells them. Perfect. They, it, it was super yummy. Um, so she also loves, I mean, she loves, I mean, as we all do, your costume songs. Thank um, you. Especially the mention of fedora hat. That really took me out the last, <laughs> that really, I was dying. Wait, it took you out in a good way or a yes, bad way? Yes, in a good way. Right, good, 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 um, yeah, good, good, good. And then she likes whenever I, Emma said she likes when I say Mamma Mia, which I do more often than I You do it a lot. That Almost I, every episode. Listeners, can we get a super cut of Melina <laughs> saying Mamma Mia? And it's mostly just whenever, like, Will is in his underwear. <laughs> and I'm like, exclusive. Mamma Mia. Oh, well, I, I think, yeah, I think pretty much. If it's also, like, if there's someone yeah. hot, I think we mentioned, like, Hannibal, oh, yeah. like, licking his lips. I don't know if he ever did that in the show, but, like, he might as well have. He might, honestly, if he doesn't, uh, then I'm, I'm imagining that he does. Um, and she thought you did a really great Eddie Izzard impression, which I agree. Why, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. That's my... That's my uh, Abel Gideon. And it's like very classic. I take like, it, the Chesapeake Gripper. A very, it's a very classic like British actor doing their darndest to pick like a tough American accent. That's the whole show. Hugh Dancy is the same thing. Hugh Dancy, Hugh Dancy, Hugh Dancy over enunciates. Yeah, but sometimes he over enunciates yeah. his words. And yeah. I'm like, is this just like a Will Graham thing? Or is it like you as a British guy doing an Trying American accent? Trying to do an American accent really hard. Yeah. There's a bit in uh, Difficult People, that uh, Billy mm-hmm. Eichner show about yeah. Julie Klausner trying to be an Australian trying to, with <laughs> a, a, an American doing an Australian accent doing an American accent. Yeah. It's fantastic. Well, I was I was recently re-watching Black Hawk Down, and it's so funny how many of the mm-hmm. actors are British. Yes. You have Eric Bana, who's Australian. Yes. You have Ewan McGregor. You have Orlando mm-hmm. Bloom. You have uh, <laughs> an, the, the, the guy who played Lucius Malfoy is in the shit. All these British guys, and yeah. I'm like, "How you doing, Sarge?" And I'm like, "And I'm like, why could like, you know, they, they have why Sam Shepard have and some other American dudes, but they also sure. had other like, Tom Hardy is in that shit. So many really? guys who are all British guys or Australian guys are in it. Wild. Yeah, I know it's really wild. In Black Hawk Down. Yeah, they're all these like American soldiers in Somalia, and they're that. all British actors. Most of them are. It's so funny. Well, British actors are the best. Yes, they are. That's just that. Or maybe they were cheaper. I don't know. They they, they are. Um, Well, and and then, of course, the biggest thing was that we were talking about the... uh, the book that Chilton was reading with his Benunis yes. magnifying glass so in the last episode was this so pretentious. Bitch. And um, Emma was able to get a close-up mm-hmm. and see that the book was called Organized Behavior in Disaster, which is the most perfect book he could have been reading. 100%. I think it, that that really paid off. I was afraid it was going to be just some like rando like medical journal or something like that, but oh, no. it's fantastic. Yeah. I I don't know anything about this book. No. I did no research. She, she sent this email to us ye- weeks ago. I almost said years ago. <laughs> it's years. <laughs> years ago, and I did no research on it, but like I love that it's called Organized Behavior and Disaster. It's so accurate for I his love it. dumpster fire of a life. <laughs> yeah, he is a disaster. I was sad we didn't see him this episode. I was hoping we get like a Chilton, like welcoming Will Graham into the hospital, yeah. into the prison, uh, like scene. I for, right. I was hoping we get one of those. Him like rubbing oh, his hands yeah, together. He Will, would have been. You know. Oh, he was probably there front and center when they were like, "We've got Will Graham." He was probably booked it out front yeah. of the hospital to welcome him. Or something. <laughs> Will is like him fumbling around in my head. <laughs> yeah, we did miss Chilton this uh, 
this episode. Um, Which, jumping ahead to fumbling, I know we're not even starting the episode yet, but I just loved this. He said, you know, I have have children fumbling around my brain, which is kind of a, I feel feel like you have to know this is too, there's a line in Silence of the Lambs where Anthony Hopkins is saying to, to Jodie Foster, you know, you wet West Virginia, where you coal mining, you know, that, that whole amazing speech he does. He's yeah. like, all those awkward fumblings and backseats of cars, those tedious kissing by boys, oh, all, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I, want, like, I heard fumbling in yeah. that two sequences, both in the same hospital. No, I, that I don't has know. to be purposeful, for sure. <laughs> That's a good point. God, I love Silence of the Lambs. So good. Um, okay. I would say that's the big email that we got since last yeah. episode. Not much Twitter action recently. It hasn't I been much know. heat. Oh, that's what I was trying <laughs> We need more heat on that Twitter. Come on, level. guys. Let's let's fire it up. Tweet at us hot and fast. Tweet at us. Get at us. Um, but yeah, no, not, not much. I mean, granted, I feel like we also have not been... No, we haven't. We, so we've been out and about... Um, I agree with somebody on Twitter that, that there should be a Hannibal Holiday special. After I watched the yes. Sabrina Holiday episode, which was awesome. Oh, great. Yes. Like, I want more standalone. Like, British shows do that. Doctor Who. I want, no, like, more standalone holiday yeah, episodes. Doctor Who and Sherlock and that sort of thing. Yeah. Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. All those two things. Like, it's kind of related to the plot, but it's also it's kind of own standalone thing. Yeah, yeah. I would have loved... Call the Midwife. I'm just naming British shows that do holidays. Broadchurch, <laughs> did Broadchurch do one? The IT crowd? <laughs> Let's keep naming British shows. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, that'd be, and it'd be such a dark, like, they'd probably celebrate the solstice instead of the, instead of, like, Christmas or something. Bright solstice, sisters. Bright solstice. <laughs> the Yule log burning. Uh, yeah, that was a fantastic episode. All right. This is not the Sabrina podcast, although I wish it was. I wish it was, and it <laughs> might be once we're done with this, because that shit is fire, but and I want to be... for season a- three and four. Wow! Can you believe that? For Netflix, that's crazy, because they're savage about their content. I know. R.I.P. So American Vandal. We, oh, tell me about it. God, and like, soon all the Marvel stuff's going to be gone, and like, it's yeah. a mess. I've been rewatching Infinity War. Oh, have you? Because it's now on Netflix. Yeah. It's so good. Although there's one... <laughs> line that I couldn't stop laughing at early in the sh- early in the shit the aliens are in New York or whatever and Iron Man goes evacuate everyone south of 43rd Street and I was like A that's impossible <laughs> that is like that that would take days to do A, right, yes. and B I love it can you imagine you could be like what the fuck Iron Man's telling me fuck you yeah, I'm not fuck like, you I'm not fucking leaving <laughs> say <laughs> like, that to my face I just love those little thinking of movie tropes that they do that in other things so like evacuate so and so so that they you, you can then like right. have not have as many civilian casualties or presumed civilian casualties. Because right. in all these things, and they're blasting through buildings, like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, maybe there's a, a lot of folks 200 dead. people just died. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, actually. <laughs> God. Um, I, we started watching Age of Ultron, like, last week. And so I good. was, uh, I was honestly so bored. I We really? just stopped it. Yeah. You're not a fan of the MCU? No, no, I don't okay. keep up. I don't keep up with it. So uh, I think, yeah. and it, like, jumped straight into the middle of something, and I was like, I'm lost yeah. immediately. But speaking of exposition, uh, Infinity War really has some sequences where they're like, okay, the Infinity Stones are, and it's like, uh, if you've seen all these, you already know exactly what they exactly. are, and you know, but, but, but like, we need a sequence of someone telling someone who doesn't really know what they are yes. about it, so that we can recheck in. Well, yes, and also so that we can appeal to the broadest audience that 100%. maybe has never seen one of these movies, and we yeah. need them to come to the theater and yeah. watch it nonetheless. Well, it's an interesting... It's an interesting story uh, balance because you both have to have those positioned so that someone can walk into mm. Infinity War and get it. Yeah. As long as they know, oh, Captain America and that this bad guy is good guys. Exactly. You can enjoy the movie. You but also it. folks who have seen all the MCU movies, I'm not a huge fanboy, never read the comics, but I've sure. seen all the movies a bunch of times. 
will also appreciate continuity things yeah. and like things like references back that like would go over the head and wouldn't matter to some people, but yeah. also would be nice references for other fans. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of this thing you have to balance of both not resetting it too much, right? But so also resetting it somewhat. A little bit. Yeah. If all, if all if only all movies could do the Star Wars scroll in the beginning. I to love just, the scroll. To just explain. That's great. I love it. Harry Potter also does that. Because it's like, over the oh. summer, he was remembering about blah, 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 blah. Okay, great. In the movies? The movies do that. And the books even a little bit. In the first two chapters of the, the books, books do, the, yeah. there's a little bit of like, let's recap. Yes, yeah. What happened? It's like Harry recounting to Hermione. Like, oh, Cedric got killed by Voldemort in that, in yeah. that uh, graveyard. Yep. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wish all movies did that, honestly. Um, uh, okay, great. So, season one, episode 13, the finale, Savaro, which means savory. Mm. Um, I, don't, I, I didn't look up the YouTube pronunciation of that, so Frenchies, please get at me. Um, it just means savory. It's another one of those courses. It's funny how uh, TV Tropes is a .org when, like, the main thing that I've been looking at is uh, uh, setupmyhotel.com has a whole, like, 17 French courses. And it has all these terms. Oh. So Savaro means savory. A dish of pungent taste such as anchovies on toast, yummy, or mm. pickled fruits, something hot. Um, like Welsh rarebit is an example of that. Which you, get, you ever had that? It's like no. a it's from Wales. Sure. It's basically cheese sauce flavored with ale on toast. Oh, that sounds it's great. great. It's like nine hundred thousand calories. Sure, it's so good. Of course, no, it sounds so, like, amazing. So, so that's like something really savory. And this yeah. is a savory ass episode. Absolutely. Um, he serves some savory ass food, Mwah. and it's the final juicy, savory, salty finish to a yeah. to a big season. Yeah, take a big bite out of it. Mm. Oh, it was great. It was. Um, okay, yeah. Oh, we should kill somebody. We should, we should, we should uh, add someone to the Rolodex. We should hypothetically kill somebody. <laughs> or, I don't think we're killing somebody. We should hypothetically offer somebody up to potentially be murdered and eaten by Hannibal. Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not saying these people actually have to be. They're just in the Rolodex of options. Mm-hmm. Um, I For his next dinner party with those artsy-fartsy fucks. <laughs> I have a, I have somebody. Okay, yeah, hit me this with is, it while I think. So, that, so, so this person um, has been low key, but but his agency has been seriously doing some horrible shit. Mm. This is acting EPA administrator Andrew Wheeler. I had to mm. look it up who it was because once Scott Pruitt got the axe because he right. was a fuckhead. Yes. Uh, this guy took over, and the EPA has been in the news recently, as it should be, for for rolling back mercury. Regulations rolling oh, back great. carbon pollutions for you know all this insane, Amazing. horrible shit. Right now, Congress is trying to fast like to to steamroll through drilling in the in the, in the Alaska you know Arctic wildlife rift. Like there's so much horrible shit going on. Cool. When climate change is the most singular, most important issue facing this entire planet, and there needs to be incredible, yeah. bold global action. Yeah. And the fact that this the Environmental Protection Agency. I was so... Fif- I'm, it doesn't I'm just, make any sense. I'm so fucking mad. And this guy's a piece of shit, like, doing the exact opposite of what he should be doing. Like... Yeah. I used to follow them on Instagram, and it was amazing to follow them on Instagram. Because during the Obama administration, the EP right. Instagram was wonderful. It was a fun follow. Um, and then it started being like, Scott Pruitt met with business leaders, blah, 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 blah. And people were like, you aren't the Chamber of Commerce. You are the fucking Environmental <laughs> Protection Agency. It, right. it, that isn't your job. Your job is to regulate to protect the environment. Correct. Not to make it easier for coal people to burn shit. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's so stupid. It is really I, I, I get really upset about this no, stuff. No, it, so... it doesn't make any sense. No, I, I feel the same way. Like, the same way I feel about... Um, 
the like consumer protection bureau and the guy who's put in charge mm-hmm. of that was like all about just deregulation and like making it easier mm-hmm. for consumers to be fucked by well, yeah well, this is all pensy and anti-government bullshit yeah let's literally wilt it from within yeah yeah right. make them completely toothless right. um and I didn't realize, I looked up Andrew Wheeler last night and I was searching him. He was a staffer for Senator Inhofe from Oklahoma. Famously, the douchebag who, who brought a snowball into the Senate chambers. That guy. So, God. that guy. How could there be global warming if well, I'm, I'm holding this snowball? In the northeastern United States in December, I'm holding a snowball. Uh, yeah. Riddle me this, motherfucker. How could that be? Stupid. I know. So fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> so, fuck that guy. Uh, um, man, I'm just, I like went to CNN, I was like, I'll just go to CNN.com and I see did that who's too. A, who's like a shitbag. Who's on the chopping block today. I have, I have a, I have a whole host of people to offer up if you can't think of anybody. I'm going to add a bonus one. To everyone yeah. in our city who's driving bird and lime scooters, uh, they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate these stupid things. No. <laughs> have you read on one? No. They're everywhere. They are they're, everywhere. They're a fucking plague. I agree with you. Yes. Yes. It's a Sunday right now. All these bros wearing football jerseys with like their beers, driving their scooter on the road, yeah. Yeah, a on, on the, the sidewalk, road. which is illegal, and be on the road with no helmet. Like in the it's so right. Fucking, Going I hate them. Fifteen miles an hour. <laughs> I hate them so much. Follow Bird Graveyard on Instagram. It's the most amazing Instagram page. It's just a whole Instagram people of people uploading videos, people destroying birds. Oh. Yeah, so basically because they're they're basically trash, people leave them everywhere. There's tons yeah. of videos of folks just, like, taking them and slamming them into the ground or throwing them off a bridge well, and they or lighting seem, them on fire. They don't seem that durable. No. Seems like you just, could easily just rip them apart. And they're throwaway by the company. I had a friend of mine oh. who did some charging of birds for a little extra petty cash, and he found some. He followed on the app and found some in an impound lot because he was following <gasps> the app to look for some birds to go home and bring them home and charge them. Yeah, you get money if you, you do can that. get money, yeah. And they were an impound lot because some business called called the tow guys on them because they were just sitting in their fucking parking lot. Yeah. And so the impound guys apparently called Bird HQ, and Bird was like, keep them. We don't care. What? That's the thing. They're just garbage. Weird. They're, they're not like one, like four scooters to Bird HQ, these these fucks in Silicon Valley. Oh, sure. Who right. gives a shit? Yeah. They're gar- like, right. they, they churn them out. Hundreds of thousands, I'm sure. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Someone was keeping um, one of them, like, right inside of our apartment complex. I would imagine that there'd be a lot in the apartment complex. You, I yeah. would imagine, like, people living in your apartment complex, I feel like, would be, like, a key demographic oh, of burden. Oh, pieces of shit. Yes, 100%. <laughs> but I'm just, like, finding them inside of our stairwell because they don't want them taken away by bird. They just want to keep their, like, yeah. one bird scooter. So they, and I'm thinking, wouldn't bird be, like, worried about these at all? But apparently no. not. No. They don't give a fuck. So I so fuck those places. I want to see Hannibal on a bird. What would he think of a, like Scooter Bros in Baltimore? Hannibal. Yeah, think about it. Oh, yeah, like him, Scooter him, Bros would go. Him and his Bentley. And his Benz. Yeah, there's no. <laughs> his Bentley. Way. Oh, his Bentley. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, no, no, no. He's he's not having it. Um, sorry, this is I like turned on CNN and it's playing music now. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I I'm just gonna co-sign on that one because I can't okay. think of anyone at the moment besides Donald Trump who um, blames the Democrats for child migrant dying and who in, ruins Santa Claus for everything and ruins Santa Claus for that poor young boy. Uh, but he's an easy. I feel like that's too easy of a we, choice. Yeah, I already killed him on this show. I already no, offered I him up. His name's already in the roll. No, I know. I mean, he's, I mean, I feel like we can uh, we can, can add do, more. Can cards. Double down on yeah. him. You know what? Like when you do a. Um, like a drawing or something, and it's like, yeah. you know, 
pay, you know, yeah, buy, two for Glen buy, Coco, buy another ticket, Coco. buy another ticket, and increase your odds of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's what he is. So like a raffle, or like in Mean Girls, you for Glen Coco, you go Glen Coco. No, <laughs> number like, No, not like Mean Girls. Yes, <laughs> like a raffle. Um, all right, we need to talk about. Let's this talk show. about this fucking episode. Um, it opens with Will rifle hunting. I mean, you know, this is a dream because a he's of not course. a rifle hunter, and this no. is very Abigail Hobbsian. Yes, it's too um, dark. It's it's a lot. He would never be hunting in the middle of the night, like or just hunting. Hunting he's not period. A he's yeah. a fisher. Yeah, so, so that's obviously very reminiscent of Abigail Hobbs, and he's hunting the feathered deer. But is this the first time we see the Wendigo? Yes, we do see the Wendigo the first time. I wrote that down. Um, the I wrote Wendigo person with antlers. That's what I wrote down. Yeah, it's like I I looked that up because I've been seeing it around um, Twitter. Twitter. I yeah. mean, just like the fanable life. Um, when yeah, when when Wendigo. Wendigo. Yeah, it's there's Algonquin, no, right? Um, it's yeah, it's Algonquin the, folklore. Yeah. Um, but I was like, wow, that's a that's a thing. I thought that was like a, a thing that we made up, but it's an actual um, creature. Yeah, I knew I knew about the Wendigo. It's not an actual it's, creature, but it's yes, a, it, in literature. It's a it's a legendary right. in. Not in literature, like in mythology and folklore. Sure. I think the Wendigo, I know this, I can't remember which season, nerds, help me out. Um, there's a Wendigo featured in um, an episode of Buffy. That's how I first heard of the Wendigo, because there was a Wendigo haunting the, yeah, the, the Scooby so. gang in season one or two of Buffy, early Buffy. Did you not. Watch, you ever seen Buffy? Did not watch that show. Buffy's so good. That's what I hear. It's really great. He's been That's on Netflix, I and I watched it a bunch. And then I did the whole thing where, like, it, it tells you how to watch Angel and Buffy in the right episode order. Yeah. So it all lines up. Yeah, yeah. Yep, did that. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's commitment. It's yeah, so good. no, I, I hear it's great. It just, whatever. Just never got around to it. So, and then Will wakes up sweaty as fuck with muddy-ass feet. Yeah, and he's uh, he's freaking out. He is shaking. He's I mean, he pops some pills. Uh, he takes a drink of water. He is gets sick, and then surprise ear, a present Uh-oh. with Uh-oh. the pill. I first thought it was an earring, and then I was like, oh no, it's one of the pills. It's, one of the pills. it's one of the pills. Yeah. Um, so a so, whole ear. So Blythe pointed out something last night. We were re- rewatching this. She's like, I always don't like that he doesn't wash his hands before he pops his pill and drinks the water. What? His hands are covered in mud also. He just goes, turn on the sink, takes a pill, and pops it, and then drinks it without, like... like, That's the least of his worries, man. I know, but it's one of those things that's, like, (laughs) gross. Yes, and Hanny pulls up in his beautiful Bentley. Bentley! Beautiful! And he looks beautiful on his coat with the nice, like, suede collar, and Mm -hmm. just, like, comes gliding out. Costumes, honey. We gotta wait till... <laughs> okay. He looks great right. in whatever he's wearing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm I, I'm upset. This is when we get a lot more of the internal of Will's house than we've seen before. We've seen his like living his bedroom. We've seen his living room with a little micro with with, with the uh-huh. magnifying glass. But we see his kitchen with a crazy wallpaper. Yeah, we've seen like, his kitchen like, before. Like ginkgo leaf wallpaper in green. That's cool. And That's I also great. noticed that there's an uh, an uncut loaf of bread sitting on a cutting board during the dinner seat. When he goes in and takes the pills and barks up the ear, yeah. I was like, "A nice countertops, a nice wooden." Sure. And this is like, there's just like a loaf of bread, uncut. Like, yeah, that's gonna go bad. He might have baked it or something. Or he bought it uncut. That's there's there's just a loaf of bread sitting there, and I was like, "Okay, interesting little set decoration piece." That's dumb. <laughs> that's dumb. There's no way he would waste a good loaf of bread like that. I bet they did the scene, and Brian was like, "It looks too, it looks too bare. We need something to fill the space on the counter. We can't have a bare counter." And they're like, "All right, just put a loaf of bread there. All right, great. All right, cool." <laughs> he lives in the country. It's rustic. 
I guess. We'll put a bowl of fruit out there or something like that. I love the bowl of fruit trope. Again, we're getting into cliche. I love just like the bowl of fruit sitting yeah. in yeah. like... <laughs> I've never had a bowl of fruit sitting in my house in my life. I don't we think. did it for a while, but we just got fruit flies. Right, like, exactly. We have bananas always sitting around. Oh, yeah, and you just get flies. Yeah, but yeah. Whatever. So. Um, yes, okay. And Hanny shows Hanny up. Hanny shows up, and I was like, man, this man is putting on a good show. Yes. He is putting on a great show. He's sort of like, he goes to the, yeah, he's like, he's got his hands on his head. He's really <laughs> tortured. He goes in the kitchen. He looks at the ear. He's sort of like, he does this thing where he like, turns around and he's like he, it's like he's disoriented he's like oh, i don't know which way to go he goes over to will he kneels down to him puts his hands in his head again oh oh, oh what a, i was like man this is he's selling it he is selling it and i am oh, buying he's it. selling it all over this episode by the way he's selling Absolutely. it all over this episode he's selling yes. it he's selling it to bedelia oh hell yeah is he, he? <laughs> he's selling it to jack uh-huh. Um, I'm here for it. I'm, yeah. I am oh, I'm first so in line to it. purchase. Killing it. Yeah, we, we, we have to call Jack. It only get worse if we run. He's like, you got to turn yourself in. <laughs> and, well, yeah, he's like, all right, it's time for you to go. <laughs> like, time for you to And then he goes, get some long. rest. Okay, good okay, luck. Okay, right. Try and rest he now can barely before make it the cops the night. show up. <laughs> good luck. I would never be able to rest if anyone was about to have to turn myself in for murder. Oh, no, absolutely not. Uh, yeah, oh. FBI shows up. Katz looks very disappointed. She looks so distraught. Yeah. I couldn't read Z and P's faces. They kind of were just like, all right, business time as yeah. usual. Kind of. Yeah. When Price was doing his weird camcorder going through his effects, that scene was really, really weird. Yeah, that was because it's weird. like, I get like when you go to prison, I assume, right? Because there's a, another movie trope of the like, I'm out of prison, here's your bag of here's shit. Here's your stuff, yeah. So they go like... They take it all away, and they yeah. go through it. But, like, this wasn't that. He was sitting in a CSI room, standing. Standing. Having been camcordered with, with, with a fucking camcorder. Right. While the CSI guy, my Price, was right. going through his shit. Yeah. It was very strange. It was weird, And right. then Zeller was, like, scraping his fingernails for evidence. Cats like, was. Cat, sorry, Cats was. It was odd. I was like, these people would also do well, that? Yeah, no, it was strange. That was my thought, too. I said, well, why does it, if it has to be a CSI people, why does it have to be these three who are maybe the most involved in Will's life? It seems yeah. like a conflict of interest. Also seem pretty senior. You'd think you get, like, a, a guy to do the you scraping. Would, and there's then you just, get, like, an And then you do the person. analyzing thing, yeah. Well, and I was so... I was also thinking, why does Will have to stand here while this happens? Could he not be, could they not be like, all right, give us all your shit here, put on this jumpsuit, and we're going to take you to just like a holding area or something while we go through your stuff? Why does he have to stand right there? Yeah, and be filmed. What is that film? And be filmed. I realize Katz had to scrape his fingernails, but for the stuff going through his clothes. That was very strange. He doesn't have to be there for that. Yeah. I felt so bad for his dogs. I got oh, really man. upset. I have dogs, and I got so sad mm. with the animal control thing. And Sweet Winston Sweet was just... Sweet Winston. I was so sad. Thankfully, they had to answer the fans' worries, and they have Alana you yeah. know, talk about it later. Because I was like, you, you can't leave that up in the air. We're all going to be sitting there going, no, but what about the doggies? I know. That was real sad. Um, and, yeah. Oh, and then the Alana-Jack oh, confrontation. she's fucking pissed. She's furious which I, I and she's screaming all the things we've been screaming all, all season where jack's like oh i, I kept him in because he was saving lives like you should have told me if you were worried about him she's like oh, i did she's like, yeah she's like i did I like did. she's like this is on you motherfucker like right. this is your shit um <laughs> and then she's crying in the car I hate said that. it looks like she's holding back laughter 
like because oh. they couldn't get any they didn't do any sound so I was like okay just we're gonna have the mo. camera on you just be pissed in the car and it was like the least convincing oh it was the least convincing right I was like I hate this I almost fast forwarded through it I, <laughs> I literally turned to Perry and I was like oh no not this slow see, mo freak sl- out see I put it on slum I wouldn't really want to make it laugh no oh it's so it was really unconvincing the way she like hit the steering wheel it was like she didn't hit it hard enough because she was afraid she was going to hurt herself and so it mm-hmm. seemed like yeah she, she was holding something back it wasn't great yeah I don't yeah it was it. a weird but but then will notices it he's like you've been screaming yeah she's like oh yelling more like it or something like that Correct i could him. and he does some crazy ass line i feel like i could use a good scream <laughs> and then he goes i could feel a scream just perched under my chin Oh, well. <laughs> Don't we always? Just scream then, Will. What's the difference? Where's your favorite place in your office to scream? <laughs> your favorite place if you get frustrated with work? I was talking to someone recently and we were both like, just like joking, but also like letting, like cathartically talking about our own like mental health bullshit, yeah, you know? Yeah. And then we're joking around, but it was also like really healing of like, you know, sometimes you don't want to get out of bed and sometimes you're like, oh, this fucking day, but whatever. Yeah. And I was like, what's your favorite part of your office to cry in? <laughs> I like the single person bathroom myself. <laughs> See, this is nice. I can just close my door and cry. Yes. Oh, I'm so jealous of your situation. Oh, yeah. It is it is golden. Um, and there was, in my other office, there was like a little nook behind my desk where I could literally just sit under my desk and back behind it and oh, no one could that's see. That's so nice. And I was like, oh, this is, it made me feel really safe. Yeah, yeah. So I've already <laughs> said that I'm a, I'm a speech pathologist. And so I will go to like an empty therapy room and like, yeah. I get chronic migraines. And sometimes I'm like, oh, sure. sometimes it's like, it's like a, emotional sometimes I'm like I feel like shit yeah. so I'll go find the dark room and just lay on the floor there we go sometimes yeah. it's for like a migraine reason sometimes I'm like I just need to lie down right now gosh I'm telling you well <laughs> you know you gotta take care of yourself because otherwise yes. I just do I just take it out on the kids that come on my office and that's not fair I know I feel bad for these kids no don't feel bad no. for the kids I know I shouldn't I shouldn't I shouldn't I should feel bad for you because these uh, dumbass college students they are dumbasses <laughs> I love them I love my job um, but they can be dumb oh I know well, I feel like that, that's the thing. If you're in the wrong headspace, no matter what you do, you can start resenting your... your yeah, right. The people who come to you... Because both of us work in jobs where in some way or another we're helping other people. Like, we're serving yeah. other people. So, like, I've, I've been in shitty mind frames and then I get a page that, that yeah. a patient of mine is here and I will, like, be like, fuck you. And I'm like, yeah. this isn't fair. This is right. a kid who needs help. Right. It's not their fault they're coming in to... You know, I'm just like... Exactly. Sometimes just in the wrong headspace. No, totally. And I'm in my job, I get... I get a lot of the same questions. Yes. And I try not to take it out on the kid who's, who's maybe, they don't know they're the 20th person to ask 100%. me this question today. They just don't know the answer. And so I'm trying to stay in the right headspace. It's so hard. How much do you think Jack Crawford gets those? Um, so I was, I just wonder. You know. Oh, just, uh, just, no, there's no way people are going to Jack for questions. <laughs> like, they would rather die, I think. Who's the go-to there? Who's the, who's the one who's just like, they'll go to you? Alana, I'm not going to be your friend, this person. You want a friend, take it up with Zeller. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he loves talking. Take it up with Z. Go talk to Z. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, but yeah, he can feel a scream under his chin, and then this is when, you know, he's sitting yeah. in the... There's multiple scenes in this interrogation room, wherever it is. Yes. In Quantico? Are they I'm guessing. In the... the, the, the County jail. <laughs> There's no way that they they're taking this like presumed serial killer to. Well, later that they arrest him, and I said, and Black goes, he's he's held under suspicion. But I was like, wait, he wasn't already under arrest? Like I don't know. 
Oh. Maybe I don't get how it works. When they took him from his house, Jack said, process him. He didn't say, Which you're I under don't know arrest. what the fuck that means. I don't know what that means either. I know. It's like a. I wrote weird... that down. I was like, that, is that a weird cop thing I just don't understand? Process or... him. I was like, okay, so he's under suspicion, maybe. And then it wasn't until later when Jack was sitting face to face with him that he was like, well, you're under arrest for, you know, whatever. Murder, 100%. I'm guessing. And this is the scene when Alana mentions the doggos, which I was like, oh, we needed that quickly. We couldn't let that sit for a while. We needed I to know that. the dog. Yeah, she was. She basically, I called animal services. Oh. The, the dogs will be brought over to my house, and oh. I'll look after them until, and then we was like, until. And she's like, as long as it takes. Um, All right. And then, she, and then she goes, Jack doesn't know, didn't know about your romantic overtures, because she realizes he's fucking oh, watching. Oh, no. <sighs> That's a lot. And that was when she starts, She asked him to draw the clock. She's starting to doubt. That's right. Yes. Yeah, well... Well, she was like, oh, he, Hannibal asked you to draw a clock? Like, as if, like, oh, okay, I'm familiar with that mm-hmm. tool. Sure, do it for me now. And obviously, it's wonky as fuck. And, yeah. And yeah, now she's starting to uh, to question. And again, this is where Hannibal sells it really great later on. But she started yeah. to question um, Hannibal's uh, mm-hmm. knowledge there. Or his professionalism, or whatever it is. Yeah, something. Something. Um, so then Hannibal and Delia are meeting. He's just tearing up. He's sobbing. I know. I was like, are those real or not? Because he's cried before. Has he? Yeah, he's uh, he cried before. I feel like to Delia. Was or it after? To someone. Was it after uh, Franklin died? He was no, sad. I don't think so. And you're googling when does Hannibal cry. I'm just trying to He's, find like, him. really no, upset. No, no, he did. Oh, he, he cried at the opera. Oh, of course. Right. Of course. He was moved by the opera yes. singer. So, and I remember asking, is he capable of feeling those feelings? And we were like, yes, he is. Like, I think he is. You know, he recognizes beauty, and, like, he can cry whenever something is so beautiful. It moves you to tears. So we've all been there, but... Yeah, but it's interesting, this tears, because right. he, he he's, he's selling it to be, like, poor Will when he's the reason that Will's all fucked, because he set Will up. Right. So is it like, is it poor Will or is it poor me that my friend didn't turn out how I wanted him to? So you you think they're genuine tears or are you just making the whole thing up to sell that I'm sad about Will? I'm just thinking, why would he need to sell anything to Delia? Because Will's his friend. He's talked about Will and ostensibly this is a gigantic shock to everybody that Will murdered these people, question mark, that the evidence points to him killing Abigail... So then it would. So then I, you have a thing loaded up, but so so then, wouldn't it reason that like, oh my god, like same same reason why cats was so fucked up. It's like, Will, you know, at two, like mm. I thought we knew you, and mm. so that would kind of justify the emotional response. I'm remembering now what Delia says right after he is crying and says whatever he says initially, and. It turns out that he's upset about Abigail being dead. Oh, not right. Will. Oh, you're right. He's which grieving. makes sense because he's talking well, about. I've never thought both. about. I've never thought about having a child oh, and good point. like all of that. So. Oh, you're right. Right. You're right. We were that off makes base for a second. So much more sense. Exactly. Even though he killed her. Even though he killed her. Right. We're right. But I think he is upset that she, she's maybe dead. she didn't. Because I think truly, and he was trying to build Will up mm-hmm. to be something that he wanted. He was also trying to build. Abigail mm-hmm. into something that he wanted her to be and that didn't pan out and he unfortunately I think tre- I think truly unfortunately had to kill her she's dead right oh 100% dead Wait, okay I, I, know, I think I she's dead because there are people who we think are dead that come back yes there are 
but I'm pretty certain that she's dead. I again, this is like we should know this, but I'm no, I, I know, thought but she I was watched that season since it unless he did it and cut her hair off. But like, no, because he she figured him out, and there would be no reason for him not to kill her unless it's like I'm gonna mm-hmm. make it. I don't need to kill you, but I'm gonna make it seem like you're dead. But either way, she's locked up. She's right. she's she's yeah. gone. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's what he is upset about. Which I do. I do think that that would move him to tears. Yes. Even though he murdered her, but in his logic system, he's like, "You had to die, not because of anything I'm choosing to do, but because of your discoveries." Yeah. yeah. And so it's a tragedy that right. you had to die. That's why I think I think he's truly thinking. Unfortunately, you had to die. Right. Yeah. It's a tragedy. Too bad that you couldn't be who I thought you were going yeah. to be, or who I, I was mean, trying to make you. Or. Well, I mean, that's that classic. Like I said before, like. He, he exhibits all these patterns with dealing with other people of, like, right. the kind of abusive husband-type thing. Like, yeah. why are you making me do this? Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's the kind of, Yikes. you know, real kind of, tr- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, thought pattern yeah. of an incredibly abusive relationship is that it's not my responsibility. I'm not at fault for doing these horrible things. Yeah. You're at fault you for making me do this horrible thing, mm-hmm. which is total bullshit, obviously. But that's yeah. so much where his head is at. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Good point. Yeah, um, and I I was interested in Hannibal's um, point here about life, that mm-hmm. he likes to think of life as the space between his earliest possible memory and what he presumes his death will be, yeah. and that he doesn't see his life extending any farther than that. Yeah, he's like, there have been 100 billion lives, it's just a drop in the fucking bucket, basically. Except yeah. he just wanted to live by reputation, he said. Yeah. So yeah, how you're reputation. talked about carries on. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was really, I mean, that... As someone who hasn't really thought seriously about having kids or, I don't know, Mm -hmm. like, I sort of, I'm like, yeah, I get that. Like, I've just sort of thought of my own life as, like, the start and the end and, like, hopefully people, my family can remember me. Yeah, I I get that. Well, it's it's interesting you say that because, like, I have a kid and I've never had the thought of, like, I'm carrying on my legacy or I'm perpetuating my genome or any of that shit. It's more just like, this is my family and I love my family and we wanted to have another part of our family. Exactly. And raise another little person, not... Yeah. I, I never thought of it as like this is how I will continue on my name yeah. or some so bullshit many like that. People think that. I yeah, know. I find that sort of a little bit it's selfish. I yes, I'll say selfish, but it's just an interesting worldview to think it about. It is. It kind of. I don't know if it's good because it's not self-centered or it's very self-centered. Sure. In a way, yeah. you could justify you could it saying argue it is. Both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> Wild. And then it cuts to the fishing lures, um, unwinding them. So, okay. I so, love this part of the season. Oh, yeah. I well, love this. Well, this is just, like, another example. And there's future ones to be to go with, which, like, how detailed Hannibal has thought out every move and every little bit of evidence to fuck, you know, Will, Will over or to throw smoke about things. And it's a it's a thing that we did not see see coming like yeah. we didn't we saw him obviously play with the lure or whatever whenever he had to take care of the dog i wrote that but we didn't the timing of that workout where what he did there was should we oh, should we probably. believe that when, when he did the lure that was someone's hair or was it too early in the show i can't remember the timeline. oh it wasn't too early because one of the people that was dead was cassie doyle she was like the first person ever dead You're in right. the show and so. this was okay cool so, no, I think the timing could have worked out. I didn't, like, see to see if it was actually hair that he was putting on there or something like that. And I can only presume that Hannibal went to his house whenever he knew Will wasn't going to be there and sort of fixed up the lures. Did the dogs. Whatever. But I was like, this is brilliant. This is, like, an honest surprise. Because the audience has been let in on so much up to this yeah. point. We are pretty omniscient in what, what we see mm-hmm. around the various characters. Yeah. And this was, like, an honest-to-God surprise. And mm-hmm. I loved it. Totally. 
Although it's on, although in a way it's a mistake, it's an overstep, right? Mm. It's almost like he's flying too close to the sun with this, right? A little you, bit. You yeah. beautifully frame, you beautifully fuck Will up and frame him so that Will is even Will is willing to believe that he killed mm. Abigail because he not sure he didn't. But yeah. the second they have all this. That's evidence that points to Will could have been the copycat, all these other things. Yeah. So, so, so now, in a way, you tie up those murders. Yeah. I get why Hannibal did it as a way to, because, okay, Will killed Abigail. We still have the copycat. Yeah, yeah. That person, whoever killed the doctor, mm-hmm. Georgia Madsen, this, mm-hmm. pe- this person is still out there, I'm right? We're still looking for them, mm-hmm. and maybe they could point back to Hannibal. So I get why you'd say, oh, it could make sense to tie all these up and say, Will also did all of these, right. you know? But in a way, that's. I feel like was too much because that's what got Will to realize and Will says it later you know I was willing to buy that I could have killed Abigail right the second it was all those other people I was like okay I'm being framed correct this is a frame job yeah because he was like I I wasn't sick when Cassie Doyle died like I was not ill yet with whatever it was going Mm -hmm. on in my head that wasn't happening yet Mm -hmm. so i would have known if i had killed this girl and taken a piece of her hair and her liver whatever her lung or whatever it was um although that could that could be then what makes this so brilliant by hannibal because will's mental health is in question could he Mm. did he kill abigail blah 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 blah. you do all this it's going to make will go this is too much I don't believe it. Mm. But, it, like, like like Jack said, it makes him sound so paranoid. So Hannibal yeah. goes, I'll do all of this. Yeah. It'll be evidence pointing to Will being the murderer for all of these things. Yeah. Take the smoke off me. It'll then make Will realize that, he, that he's being framed, but no one's going to no believe gonna he's believe being him. framed. Yeah. Which will only then add fuel to the, you're unstable, you're mentally ill, you're paranoid right. fire. I was going to say, the, oh, <laughs> the first thing we learn about Will is that he's unstable. Exactly. Oh, 100%. so unstable. Oh, he's weird. The first Watch episode. Out. Da, da, da. Yeah, what is he capable of? Well, yeah. You know. Yeah, no, that's... I, I, I do think it's a little bold, but I think that it's smart, and um, it definitely adds to the serial killer storyline because serial killers love their trophies and 100%. what better trophy does a fisherman have than some beautiful lures yeah and it's a simple little thing that only you know is yeah, there exactly and it's hard a trophy to find. for you it's, not like it's a hard big to toe or something it's like a yeah toe. obviously if, if i was a serial killer i keep toes so <laughs> uh, okay um when should we stop for segments um we can, we can we're about, about well I'm, I'm looking ahead the scenes and i'm trying to find a good stopping place um yeah. Um. Let's let let's keep going to after he gets arrested, and then we can. I don't know. <laughs> now that we've stopped, we might as well stop now. The next scene is interrogation room, which yeah. is so beautiful. Okay, cool. Um, let's do etc. So we unwrapped these. Oh, let's we do should the do thing. a song. Eat the crude. 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 Boom. Our final ETC of the season, and I hope you've enjoyed it as little as we have. <laughs> uh, we've had some ups and downs. We have. We had some hits and misses, and I would say the hits have been the ones which have been terrible because the point of yeah. So, <laughs> so this was um, something given to me by a coworker. We've had it unwrapped already, um, so you don't get any of the horrible plastic sounds. This is a, a bacon flavored candy cane. And it was given to me by a coworker. He was trying to prank me, being like, "Hey, Jack, you want a candy cane?" And I was like, "No, I don't really like candy canes." He was like, "Oh." <laughs> He's like, "Oh shit, <laughs> shit." 
I like the little ones, but the big ones, they get like, it gets sticky, and then it's like, yeah. what am I, you get tired of sucking on this thing and holding it. Yeah, Same reason why, yeah. Yeah. But, but this is bacon flavored. Um, it looks like a regular candy cane. Yeah, it does. And um, it, it doesn't really, I sniffed it, it doesn't really smell like anything. No, it smells like absolutely nothing. Nothing. I yeah. looked, it has like sugar and it has like bacon flavoring in it. Should we do a picture of each of us holding it, or should yeah. we not? No. For the should. sake of Twitter. Of course. Because why not? Of course. No. Oh, sorry, you texted me. I missed, I missed your text. It's really okay. Okay. Cute. Biting into it suggestively. I mm-hmm. love it. Okay. Okay. So I'm looking at... Oh, wow. This is really disgusting. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So... I'm just going to try one of these bits you've got. Yeah. Yeah. One of them broke. Oh, my gosh. I cannot wait for Melina to do that. I'm going to take a picture of you. Here. Oh. oh. For, for the photo, hold for the, the full photo. candy cane. Okay. Great. Beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so we're so- looking at it now. Uh, Melina is looking very inquisitive. I can't. The first thumb that came in my mouth was like smoky. It has like a, a really artificial a smoky, smokiness. And but it like stinks too. It does not taste. I will say nothing like bacon. Absolutely nothing. Nothing like it bacon. tastes more like coffee than bacon. That's a good point. Yeah, with the sort of the smokiness. Mm. Oh, it's not good. It's really gross. So it's sweet, obviously, because it's made of sugar. Sure. I wish it wasn't sweet. I wish it was like, like really just like <laughs> salty. Oh, like, that could be well, pretty good. Which it should be if it's bacon. Like bacon is salty as fuck, which is why it's it great. Is, unless you get like maple bacon or something. That's like even, even that salty. <laughs> this is I, I can't pinpoint what I mean. Besides the smoke, it's just not like. Um, yeah, it's like if you took like sugar and liquid smoke. Which you can buy at the grocery store. Oh, yeah. And just, like, made that into a candy cane. It sort of makes me feel like I'm licking a foot or something. <laughs> like, it is does not taste good. You can't get the smell of butt out of your mouth? I can't get the smell of butt out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, no. This is the part. Mm-hmm. This is what Eat the Crude is all about. It is. Like, and I feel like this is, like, a novelty thing. This is, like, is. there's a place in our town called the Loveless Cafe that has a little store that has a little... Like, yeah. I could see this being there. It's you know like where a, else this like is? gag. This would be at um, um, that Gatlinburg shop with all the dips. I love that store. They had a, I love that store. They had a bunch of these like gag gifts, yeah. like gag candies and stuff. What's that store called? Like, oh, it's some it's, kind it's of pun. pun. It's a pun on the word dip. It's in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, which is the most hilarious place. Listeners, go. It's a wonderful place. Now I need to look it up. It's so basically, there's a so store in Gatlinburg, which is like the you know, like in the mountains, gorgeous, but it's like super kitschy and corny and Dolly Parton esque and all this fun stuff. There's a store in Gatlinburg that's literally the entire store is just dips. And there's free samples at every single shelf. It's amazing. Yes, and they're hidden. You find the samples everywhere. And, and it's, it's like, like pretzels or cookies or chips. And the dips are all crazy. Yeah, they're and all like so- salsas or they're like sweet dips, like marshmallow like kind of French dips. French onion-y, or, whatever the yeah. fuck. So what's it called? All sauced up. All sauced up. That, that, mm. That's nice. It's so good. And the people in the store are just used to people coming in and just like, just like you have your lunch there because you can just like dip every. You can't be a germaphobe and go there. No, 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 no. Yeah, because you are just a hands into just a container just of breadcrumbs. Of open dips pretzels everywhere. And, whatever. Yes. and the people working there are like, keep it moving, like, no double dipping. Get a, oh, get yeah, a dip sure. and go. Oh, this is really gross. This is really disgusting. Yeah. Um, but this is, this would be at the all sauced up. 100%. Place. It's like a novelty cane. Like, I, <sighs> I, I feel like the only them. way would be as a prank because no one would buy this and go ooh bacon candy cane do you think you fun. could you could prank Hannibal with this ooh I think he'd fucking kill you <laughs> 
Although this kind of the smokiness is topical to this episode in the dinner scene later, and she's like, smells like a fucking bonfire. Yeah, a campfire or something. Yeah. Yeah. The smokiness. Yeah, he'd be like, oh, thank you for the candy cane, and like take a bite. He'd be like, is he James Bond? Murder. Thank you for the candy cane. Oh, do a better fucking Mads Mikkelsen impression. I really can, but (laughs) I know myself well enough to not even try. Exactly. Well, I don't, (laughs) clearly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 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 I had to draw a clock for me. He has this kind of like, there's like a looseness to his mouth, the way he says his words. But but now I'm saying it, I sound like I'm like a senile old man. I know. I can't do it. It's um, the best. I want like a. It's great. I feel like people are super well known for doing Jack Nicholson, Christopher Walken impersonations. Sure, easy. I want fucking Mads Mickelson and Mads Mickelson impersonators. Yeah. Out there, anybody out there can do a really good mess. If you can, you're amazing. I'm sure they would. Or have you're to Danish. Be, it was. A, they would have to be Danish. Probably his brother could do a good. And you are all about Scandinavia. I am. I am. I have family there. I uh, studied abroad in Denmark and Amsterdam. And you still can't do it. Yeah. You st- Fuck no. No, that was, sorry, they didn't teach that in my class how to do it. You can't do a good Danish Copenhagen accent. I can't. No, I it's just a lot like, No, that's more Swedish. Swedish is like, the Danish are very like, even keel. It's every right. Yeah, exactly. We're the happiest country in the world. Precisely. We're so happy. Right. You can't tell that we're so yeah. happy right now. It's the Swedish are like, do you don't I love Scandinavia. Never been. Would love to go. Beautiful. Beautiful. The only thing in Denmark is Copenhagen, I will say that. The rest of it's like countryside. Yeah, that's what that's what I've heard. It's gorge. But I'm in. I'm on board. Great. Okay. Right. We ate the crude. Great. We ate the crude. It was repulsive. All right. Ate the crude. 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 In case you haven't noticed, this, 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 this one's probably going to be a long one. Before the episode, oh. Melina was like, we don't need to, this season finale, like, I don't, I didn't mean to, like, you know, which yeah, I didn't I, think you were trying to make a no, break, y'all, but I, I felt I think like, you well, were, our last episode, can I throw these away? Is that okay? 100 Okay, great. How dare you throw them <laughs> No, away? I want to keep one. Um, yeah, but the last episode, before we started recording, I was, like, talking to Jack, and I was like, yeah, maybe we don't do a two-hour episode, and, but I, I felt like it made us sort of rush through yeah. it, so I'm apolog- I apologize if you felt like last episode was rushed. Yeah, well, I feel like um, that was less about the listeners, sorry, listeners, and more about, like, where you and I were that day when we were recording. I think what I oh, find yeah. was you were like, let's just not get this not over get with. This over which you literally right. opened an episode one time this season with, let's just get this over with. <laughs> I did. I'm but so more, sorry But more of that. like a, you know, we don't need to... Yeah, I was not having a good day for, it's okay. for whatever reason. It's okay. We all come with our own I'm feeling baggage. better. I am... I am so much of an extrovert that literally earlier today I was like feeling tired and like shitty yeah. and the second I walk into here I'm like great I get to talk oh good <laughs> I'm like my daughter is so much like me in that she never stops talking if there's Aww. like dead air we were at the Christmas Eve family <laughs> service in, uh, on, on Christmas Eve and the entire time she's 18 months old 16 months old the fuck am I saying 16 months old just constantly talking all day that's so She's the sweetest. So sweet. Okay, here we go. I wrote these in the parking lot right before we started because I realized I'd forgotten. I love it. Should all those red shirts be forgot along with those red ties? We'd still have wrapped dresses and wrapped tops and Jack Stark pattern ties. Beautiful. I know I oh, rhyme ties time. with ties, but it is what it is. Who cares? Yeah, I was like, well, it's a New Year's Day when this is being dropped. 
I love that. Thank you Excellent very job. much. And speaking of red on red, that is the theme, which has led me to question time. I mean, time has always been a question in this show, but this episode especially, there's yeah. the first half of the episode is Jack is uh, not Jack. Hannibal's wearing his red on red on red on red on red, like his yes. red red. Yes. He's, he said I Hannibal mean, is. Hannibal. Yes, Hannibal's correct. running around a lot, and I'm. He wears there, it most of the episode. Yeah, and so I'm like, is this all one day? Oh, I had that same question too. <laughs> I was like, this is the precise outfit. He's wearing the exact same outfit exactly for outfit, most yeah. of the episode. Mm-hmm. I do think it all happens in one day. The like him, because uh, he he shows up wearing that whenever Will calls him to his house. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing it through the conversation he has with Alana. And Jack with the clock. And Jack with the clock, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's the same day. And then, but, but then when they go up to Minnesota is when he changes. When, he's, when they're in the car, he's no tie handy with a different shirt. Yes. Um, so. Um, okay, let me, sorry, I was on the All, Sus- All Saw Stuff website. <laughs> let me focus. Um, yeah, red shirt, red paisley. Uh, Just well, red. Red, red, red. And, oh, I mean, we've said something before about, like, when he wears red, like, you know it has, it's like a significant something. Right? Like, this is a significant moment. Oh, yeah. Um, and it clearly is in this case. Um, Will and his little aunt undies. He's got his panties on. His panties. That's what you said. I'm uh, I'm quoting you. I know, and I don't regret it. Well, interesting about color in this episode is that Jack, in the scene with Alana, when she's screaming at him early in the episode, he is at all dark. Like, we talked about his color patterns before, and like the the pre, oh, what the fuck, Virginia, the pre, his previous student, whose name I'm blanking on right now, please help me out. Thank you, Miriam Lass. Lass. Thank you. Oh my God. Great. No, sorry. Pre Miriam Lass. Yeah. In the flashbacks, he's wearing like white shirts, lighter colors. Now he's now he's very dour. Yeah. In this sequence, he's wearing like black on black. Dark, 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 dark. Yeah. When he when the FBI shows up to get Will, he is dark, dark, dark. I was like, what? I could barely see. Yes. Yes. Such a dark shirt and tie. And his camel jacket masks it. But then in the office scene, which is the same day when Alana's yelling at him, he's it's just dark, dark, dark. And that soul patch was high. Was prominent. High and mighty. Like I've said before, when he shaves his face, it's bad. When he has the stubble, it masks the soul patch. This episode, he was clean shaven, except for the soul patch, and it didn't. I did not like it. Uh, it <laughs> it's like a mood ring or something. It's like really dark and it was, prominent it when was, it's a, a deep moment there, I it's guess. It's like those things where like once you see the other thing, you can't take your eyes off it. Yes. Once you realize... Because Soul Patch, like, because he's a you know dark skinned guy, Soul Patch, dark skin, like you can kind of, sure. it can if you're looking at his eyes, looking down, you you might not notice it sure. at first, but then sure. once you notice the Soul Patch, it's all you see. You can't stop looking at his chin. It's all you see. <laughs> um, golly, yes. I have a lot to say about Alana's dress in this first scene. Which okay, is yes. Let. Could, <laughs> do you mind if I describe it? Please, briefly? please do. I, what is occurring? Okay, so again, she's wearing her classic wrap dress. Yeah, but, she wears nothing. But a wrap dress or a wrap shirt and a pencil skirt. This dress is white with like red geometric mm-hmm. shapes on it. Yeah. That are reminiscent of like giraffe. Holy a shit. Giraffe pattern. I said giraffe pattern last night, and Bryce yeah. like it's geometric, and I was like, looks like a fucking giraffe. To I was me. like, she looks like a red giraffe. Oh my god. What is happening? I couldn't make heads or tails. It was the most distracting thing, and I was like. I get like this is a scene where she's she's confronting Jack like this is a serious moment she's finally expressing yes. like they're coming the things are coming to a head and all I can see is her dress mm-hmm. here's the thing though didn't hate it <laughs> didn't hate it would didn't wear it didn't hate it would wear I, I don't think it would suit my body type I no. don't know if I'm I think I'm too broad shouldered for a wrap dress I don't know, sure. yeah. well, um, I don't know. but 
I I I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I mean, in I think what was it last episode that that uh, like purple floral getup she was wearing that yes, you love. Yes, the, the, the thing that, that she wore that, that I was into last episode. Yeah, yeah. I it's better than that for me because I I was not. Yeah, in, I, I liked her blue jacket she wears. I think she looks good in blue. She does, but all she wears is red. She wears a lot of red. Uh, and like dark, but like mostly red. Yeah, this was this was a bold choice. It was from big. Alana. Speaking of animals. Yes. Um, had, did, did, did you clock, speaking of, and also speaking of things that I could not look at after I noticed it, uh-huh. did you clock what her necklace was? No. I'm pretty certain it's a starfish. Oh, I've seen that before. I've seen, Listeners, yeah. please, please tell me what this is, like, is this a thing? Is it a thing? It's a starfish on her necklace. At first, I was like, is it a cross? That would be interesting. If she was religious, yeah, oh, that would sure, be interesting. Sure. No, it's a fucking starfish. And is that it? Does she always have it on? Is I never noticed it until this episode, and then I was staring at it, and I was like, "She's wearing a starfish on that necklace." I, I just googled symbolism of starfish because I was like, maybe it's a no, it's no, a thing. I think this is a great idea. I think you should read your Google search of symbolism of starfish. <laughs> okay, great. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic, I, but I'm gonna I'm do it anyway. I'm being serious and sarcastic. Okay. I legitimately want to hear this. I'm curious why the fuck she'd have a starfish necklace. That's such a random. Like, why wouldn't it just be like a pearl or like a normal like a pendant of some of some gemstone? Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um, the star as well as the starfish are seen as celestial symbols, and as such, they represent infinite divine love. In addition to love, the starfish also holds characteristics such as guidance, wow. vigilance, inspiration, brilliance, and intuition. All characteristics a lot of it has. Sure. Yeah. Wow. So she's the starfish of the show. Sure, and guidance and inspiration and brilliance. I, I can see that. Why are starfish representative of that? Is it because they're shaped like, like stars? Star. Yeah. They're fucking dumb. They like crawl on the like. They're they fine. Like I, sure. again, they're important to the ecosystem. But sure, like, sure. let's be honest here. Sure. They're just like crawl around and eat shit with their stomachs that are outside of their. Like, I will say that starfish will eat other starfish. Fuck yeah, they will. I've seen that happen if you put them too close together and like Is an this ecosystem. Is a Hannibal reference? Like, are they cannibalistic? Ooh, oh. Let's mount a shot-for-shot remake of this whole show starring only starfish. Starfish Starfish and rat dresses. Starfish and paisley. Just the starfish from Finding Nemo over and over Over again. Over and (laughs) over. Just eating each other. Um, But I have seen that happen. That's disgusting. So maybe there's a little bit of that. Maybe. Um, Yeah, my English teacher in high school had two starfish and a little... um, Wait, really? Yeah. I mean, she had a bunch of other fish, but she had two starfish. And we came in one day, and one was eating the other one. Fuck. Yeah. You walked in on mid, mid-eating. Mid, mid-meal. Oh, dark. And they're yeah. like, the one who was eating was like, oh, this oh, isn't oh. what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Exactly. It was so disturbing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. So the starfish necklace was something that I couldn't That's get over. It's a choice. Yeah. It um, is a choice. And she lives in, who knows, she, she lives in Baltimore. She could be from somewhere more coastal. I mean, Baltimore is coastal, but I don't, but it's not starfish coastal. It isn't like Florida. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I know, yeah. Yeah, it's it like crab like, coastal, It isn't like Cocoa not... Beach, you know, like, you know, <laughs> spray-shirted starfish, you know. It isn't that. It's Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, she should have been a crab. I want, like, a blue cra- <laughs> a Maryland blue crab on a necklace. But, yeah, listeners, if you guys get it, if, there's a book, if the books have something of this, if this is a thing that's very important to her character, oh, we're going to keep an eye on season two because at some point there's a big change in Alana and I, we, we got to see if the starfish makes it. In the book, she's a man. In the book, it's Alan. Oh, fuck. Well, Alan. Then, well then, oh, really? I forgot about yeah. that. 
Okay, never mind. There's no. I just so googled then, Alana Starfish, and that did not help. Really? Can I, can't ima- I can't imagine it would. I okay, Google Alana Starfish. Let's I'm gonna move Google. On. I'm gonna Google Jack Soul. Let's move the. Park I wrote on. Will Orange is the new black. God. He's in that orange he's in jumpsuit. That orange jumpsuit. Before he gets arrested. Okay, so, so he's been processed. This is what I have to ask. He's not arrested yet, and yet he's he's in lockdown. He yes. is being held he's in a jumpsuit. Held. And like I know that's a thing. I know it's a thing that, that, that that's happened with people of color, especially where they they've been held without ever being charged you, well, for a long period of time. You can hold people for what is it, twenty four hours or something without charging, without evidence and without charging them. You have like twenty four hours to hold someone. Okay, under suspicion or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess this is that's time. We are talking about how long this time happened. I guess this is it because Hannibal be. is still wearing his red after Jack arrests him. Okay, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. How long hold? Custody. I like how you're skipping some really important Wait. words there. How long hold custody? Okay, how long can the police hold you in custody without charge? 24 hours. The police can hold you for up to 24 hours before they have to charge you with a crime or release you. Um, or they can apply a hold for up to 36 or 96 hours if can. you're suspected of a serious crime like murder. Wow, okay, okay. Well, then never mind. There we go. I, I, thank you. No, you're fine. That's what Blythe said to me. She's like, he's being held on suspicion. And I was like, okay. But there was just some stuff like with the jumpsuit. I don't know. I was just like, no, the jumpsuit was. I was like, well, they're making, they're being a little presumptuous. He couldn't just yeah. wear like, you know, like I in lockdown, know. wearing regular. Like if you go in lockdown, like like you're in the drunk tank or whatever. Like yeah. this is all from TV. But like you don't they wear don't put you in jumpsuit. No, they don't. I wonder if they sprayed him down with the, like the lice spray or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't we get to see that scene? Why didn't we get to see that scene? Did he? Did he? Yeah. <laughs> I want to see butt. I want to see full butt. I would love to see cute Nancy's butt. I'm sure it's all in the fan art that we've seen some of on Twitter. Yes, that's all moved um, onto Twitter because Tumblr has really cracked down on that. It has, bullshit. unfortunately. Uh, Speaking of dresses, um, Bedelia's dress is beautiful in the Hannibal crying scene. She looks great. It's like a, just it's a dark gray or black dress. Simple. She, great. she looks fantastic. She looks great. And she's wearing a red uh, wrap. Yeah, the red orange top, the wrap top that she's wearing during she the dinner great. scene. I meant to make, and I still might do it uh, before we post this episode online, so look for it on Twitter, I suppose, if I get around to it, but I meant to post a, like, collage of her with, like, the Delia's shop logo <laughs> under it, um, and, like, some, like, make it all cutesy and stuff, just because I'm, I'm obsessed with her. So that might that's, still be coming. That'd be an easy thing to That's make. amazing. Um, but yeah, that red-orange top, I was like, wow, this is, we've seen her in, obviously, black, dark colors. I think we've seen her in white, maybe, or, like, a cream can't remember what she was wearing in the kitchen scene with the one that right, she then pours I, out. That, that's what I, I think was she thinking. was wearing white. I think she was wearing white. I was See like, if I wrote wow, down this is notes. a red orange. Like, this is beautiful. Um, she really nailed it. And speaking of, yeah, while Jack's looking, looking for the her, notes yeah. about Delia, this might have been this dinner scene between him and Delia. That was a red top she was wearing. Oh, she was yeah. wearing red there, too. It was not as red, reddish orange as this thing was. No, this it, really it was darker. Away. Um, speaking of this scene, this might be my favorite outfit that Hannibal's worn during the dinner scene with him and Delia. Oh, l- later on? Yes, later on. When she's wearing the red-orange top, that's the when he comes over for dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, he's wearing that like light blue shirt, mm-hmm. the blue tie with like, the I love that large tie. pink paisley Love that tie. Loved it. And just like a nice three-piece like plaid suit. It's very interesting. He goes from red to blue. 
in this episode. Yeah. I don't know if that means something color theory wise. You know, hot to cold. Something like something that. Something like that. Yeah, like maybe hot. And then once Will's put away, he goes to blue because he's kind of cooled he's off. Cooled or off, right? Something like that. But yes, he goes from red to then he's wearing like the the blue like no tie blue. blue shirt, and yeah. then later he's blue tie. No, sorry, blue shirt, brown blazer in the hospital room. Yeah. Looks great. Again, Looks blue great. and brown go beautifully together. And then, yeah, she's a red top. He has that beautiful, perfect tie. And then later, the very end, yeah. at the BCHCI, he's um, got that blue on blue on blue. Yes, yes. Dark blue shirt, blue paisley tie that almost matches the blue shirt really well. He looks the great. Man, I'm telling you, but that light blue, blue, pink, paisley tie, that really... It's awesome. That might have been one of the top, top three favorite outfits that he's worn this it's season, awesome. probably. It's great. What color are Mess Mickelson's eyes? Oh, they're dark. They're like a dark they, brown. They are? Yeah, because okay. there are scenes when they cut to him and he looks like his pupils have taken over his whole eye. You know okay. what I mean? Because he looks like short Because the, there's, there's close-ups to his eyes in Casino Royale, but he's wearing like a thing because one of his eyes that, that cries blood has like a weird like murkiness on it. And so he's obviously wearing a he's wearing a thing. <clears throat> but I'm curious, like in real life, what color Mess Mickelson's eyes are. Although I guess it wouldn't matter in real life, like what color are his eyes in Hannibal? Uh, yeah, they, Melina is now searching Google images of Mess Mickelson. Yeah, there we go. Like okay, brown. they're like light brown. Yeah, light brown. Okay. God, those chin. His chin. Oh, his chin. Those cheekbones. Mamma mia. Mamma mia! <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> oh, it's so great. He's so handsome. Any yeah. other? Any other costumes? I mean, Will goes from orange to then when he's in the BCH BCHCI, he's he's got the. The dark mm-hmm. thing. The dark jumpsuit. They, right? This is what we're talking about when he's behind bars. Yeah. Yes. Um, no, I think that's it. I wasn't really, like, trying to peep at what the, um, I think the Sassy Science crew were just wearing their typical they stuff. They were their typical stuff. Um, I did notice more because I had the flashback scene of Abigail in the kitchen in the very opening episode. Mm. That weird pink. She wears the pink top that has the, like, knot at the belly. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Or I think I'm pretty sure it's designed to have that. It isn't like, what's that called? What's the deal? Explain it to me. I don't know, but it's not flattering. Um, no. I don't know what it's called, but it's... So typically you'd see like a knot in like a crop top or something, yes. right? Where you, it would not sort of in the center of your chest or like right below your breasts or something like that. But yeah, this new thing where it's like the knots at the bottom of your shirt. Yeah. Um, it doesn't give you... It gives you sort of like a bag-like shape, I think. Yeah. It's not She's really dressed great. very young in that scene. You know, she, she is, dr- She yeah. dresses older in the later scenes, Abigail, with the sweaters, with the, with the jacket and the scarf. Yeah, yeah. She dresses older, almost like Greg... The scarf is very Grey Gardens-esque. Um, yeah. And But then in that scene, you know, pre-murder, pre-everything, I mean, she still was around murders, but pre-the yeah. big him killing the mom... She's dressed in pink, oh, very yeah. girly, very girly, very, very sort of seventeen-year-old, yeah, exactly. like small town. Yep, yep. It was so. all, it was strange to see that. I thought the same thing. I was like, wow, she looks very young, and like her hair was like kind of curled a little bit, and, and it was like, pulled back. Did she ever have bang? I feel like her hair was more front forward later in the show. In that mm. sequence, her hair seemed farther back, or like pulled back, mm. or I don't know. It was just looked know. different. Her hair looked a bit different. Hmm. So there we go. There we go. That's all, it. That's our right. costumes. Yes. We'll see where. Send us out. Send us out for the last time. I hear Hanny a coming. He's wearing his overcoat. And I'm in this here jumpsuit. I'm, I'm the scapegoat. I'm stuck in Chilton's prison. This is my costume. What's he wearing? What's he wearing? Very Nashville. Very Thank John, you. Johnny Cash. Yeah, Johnny Cash. Yeah, Folsom <laughs> Prison. Had to do something like that. 
Okie dokie. So the scene we left off on was um, the interrogation room scene with 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 um, with with Will. I don't really remember this. It's just I mean, it's shot beautifully. Like that that whole sequence. It's one cam for the most part. Shot similar to the two therapy scenes. Chair, gotcha. chair, window. Gotcha. And it's it's just shot beautifully. Like the, the color contrast is so dark and drab. Will sitting there with his. Yeah orange jumpsuit jack across from him yeah um and that's when he kind of sees the wendigo i think he sees the wendigo again behind the window uh-huh, um, okay. and this is when he says you know chilton fumbling around in my head you know but he goes i wouldn't be afraid of me i'd be afraid of whoever it is doing this to me and this is when jack's like you know how paranoid you sound and then yeah. will's like it could be you which of course is will like you're not helping yourself which i guess is the point yeah. of hannibal doing this whole thing which is like put the evidence there so that will's going to start talking Just, paranoid. Yeah, exactly. He's going to be speaking talk. the truth, but no one's going to believe him. Correct. Um, yeah, brilliant. And it played right into it, because, yeah, Jack says, you know how paranoid you sound. And But, I mean, what else is Will going to do? I mean, if I would probably do the same thing, I'd be like, I'm being set up. I'm like, yeah. Well, this. then he pulls an Eddie Izzard and cracks his thumb. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, is that real? And, yeah, escapes. I had the same thing. I was like, is this real is or is this a fantasy sequence? Just, like, is it a fantasy sequence? Is it a fantasy sequence? When Eddie Izzard did this? No. Cracks his thumb and lunges after the guy in the backseat of the Which, van. This reveals a real flaw in how Baltimore County transports yeah. its criminals. Yeah. You would think they would have learned. Twice now. They would have learned from the first serial killer who did this. And they thought... Maybe we shouldn't put him in just simply handcuffs in the back of a loose van. Yeah. To like, be to to escape. Yeah. Again, straight jacket maybe. If you're going to the insane straight thing, jacket. like I mean, which they do later, like, like strap him into the actual seat somehow or what? Yeah. No. Again, twice now this has happened. So no. this is a real. There needs to be some. I want to see them just like an inquiry. Like, yeah. Where's the, the ombudsman? Board? Is like excuse me. Um, twice now you've had serial killers. Just break out from the back of armored paddy wagons, and yeah. uh, this can't happen anymore. Where's we, we the can't. community oversight board on that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need, need some insight. I want to cross over yeah. with this in the wire. It's just like, <laughs> oh yeah, because they're the both mo- in Baltimore. Yeah, right. There we go. <laughs> like boot, like coop from the wire, just like around. Uh, never seen it. Which no. is, have I, you seen it? The wire. I watched the first. Two, three seasons? I mean, that's the whole, like, premise behind the podcast, Never Seen It. Right. Like, he's never seen The Wire, and he's, just, he's tired of lying about how he never seen it. Yeah, and he wants to talk to other people about famous TV shows and movies they've never yeah. seen. Yeah, I've never seen The Wire. Uh, it's, I've seen most I've of it. It's good. I've barely seen The Sopranos. I've seen uh, nearly all, almost all The Sopranos. Here's, I'm going to make a confession. Um, this I, is my confession. <laughs> this one. Um, so, I do this with shows where I watch... Wow, I'm, I'm about to make a very big confession, wow. actually. okay. I watch most of the show, mm-hmm. and then I don't watch yeah. the last you episode or two. On purpose. Wow. On purpose. Okay, interesting. Just so explain yourself. <laughs> I don't want it to end. So if I never finish watching the show... This is really sad. It never ends. So here is my large confession to you. Okay. I've never seen... The last episode of Hannibal. Holy shit! <laughs> Listeners, this is a I'm this is sorry. this is a huge holy shit. I'm sorry. Whoa. I mean, by this point, I know what happens. You've seen the picture of the thing. Yes. Wow. 
I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> this is really bananas. Wow. This is a, on the season ex- one finale. I didn't expect to do this. This is a big <laughs> moment. Were you going to wait to like drop it on us after the final episode of this podcast? And you're going to be like, oh, by the way, guys, by the way, this is the first time I've ever seen the show. <laughs> Honestly, I, I it would have come out then, to be honest with you, probably. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just did not want to end, you know what well, I mean? Well, here's the thing. Nor do any of us. Come yeah, on, Brian. that's true. <laughs> yeah. Brian, I know you're listening. Talk to him. <laughs> I... <laughs> Talk to him. Tell him something. Preach to him. Season four, baby. We need it. We all need it. We need it. I, I know that, you know, they've all, all, all the actors got other projects, but come on, guys. Netflix, get on it. Amazon, come on, guys. Give us a season four. Or give us like a, a Serenity-esque movie to send it off. Yeah. I don't know if that's it really controversial. Be. The fanable community would hate that I just recommended like yeah, Brian a cop do out. like a cop-out movie yeah. no. that Serenity no, was for that. Firefly. Full season or nothing. Wait, do Firefly fans hate Serenity? I actually don't know this. I love Firefly and I love Serenity. I don't even know if that movie's mm. controversial or if they're like good, it's there. Because it was Joss Whedon. I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, I don't know. But I have no up answers. If you're into that side of things, I'm yeah. Gonna... Um, wow, that's a big confession. I'm sorry. I've fallen off a lot of shows, but I never do it for like the sentimental reason. I do it because I'm yeah. like, eh, and I just kind of lose. I do that with good like yeah. shows I like, like Good Place. Yeah. I just kind of like lose track. I lose time, yeah, and I'm like, oh fuck, I've. I haven't. So I that with Deadwood, which I loved the first yeah. seasons of Deadwood. Never finished it. Lots of shows that I'm like, Lots yeah, I just never shows. finished it. Or even just whole episodes. Like we have recorded the final season of Halt and Catch Fire, which we loved. Yeah, and I've Lee just. Pace. I've already. I'm already. Mamma Mia. Ooh, um, yeah. Speaking of Mamma Mia, I found another podcast. I forget what it's called, but it's just these two women who talk about how hot like various celebrities are. Great. And I listened to the Lee Pace episode. Great. Oh, they like He's go through his like gorgeous. career. He is. I mean, they talk about how beautiful. I mean, it's just. I'll have to share. Have you seen Lincoln yet? No. I, this is now we're the repeating movie? ourselves. Yeah, we're not repeating ourselves. I mentioned Lee oh. Pace is in Lincoln, and he's great in Lincoln. Whatever. Oh, and I probably said I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, now. Oh, okay. They're so. both in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and they're yes. both hot. Lee Pace versus Tom Hiddleston. Who you? Who you got? Oh, Lee Pace all day. Yeah, I agree. Oh, he's just such a... He's just so much of a man. Yeah. There's so much to I him. I agree. I agree. He's like a big stone column that I want to climb. The scenes in Halton Cash Fire when he's wearing just tidy whitey swinging a baseball bat. <laughs> okay, so the podcast is called Thirst Aid Kit. That's amazing. So. Is it just women talking about guys? Um... I think it's just women and guys. I mean, I'm, okay. I'm early in the podcast. Yeah. This is the thing that, like... I don't I, know. It's... It, it's I mean, it's a fact, it's a it's a result of the, you know, millennia-long power dynamics between men and women, but, mm. like, the, the women can do that on the show, and I'm not complaining, I'm not saying, why can women do that, my guys can't, I'm not, I'm just pointing out a thing, which is interesting, um, that women can do a show about this, about guys, talk yeah. about how hot Lee Pace is, and it's fun, it's whatever, yeah. and yet, if I got a guy friend of mine, and we did a, a podcast about how hot... Uh, Haley Atwell was, or how hot, just other sure. actresses who yeah. I like... That's a deep pull because she's in the Marvel movies, but she's. <laughs> but I think she's gorgeous. It would be immediately creepy. Yes. Yeah. It's no good. No thanks. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, I'm not like why can girls about this? I'm not. I'm not yeah. complaining, but I'm. It's just an interesting fact. No, I love. Right, I love it, and it's. Uh, you're right. It's all. It should be. And I to wish that, there was a that way historical power dynamic where that, that socially it would be cool for me to be like, oh, so and so is gorgeous. Yeah. Without thinking I'm a creep. Yeah. 
don't just, know. Just, just one of those things. No. That's kind of like I'm, ingrained in that like weird patriarchal nonsense that we have in our society that like... No, I agree. I thought about that too. I think about that with people who do this really well are uh, Two Dub Queens, Phoebe Robinson and yeah, Jessica. they're great. Forgetting her last name. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I need to talk about. Um, They do all the... And it's so great because it's such a flipping of that power dynamic and it's like... Finally, because like girls are horny too. You 100%. know, like, girls think yeah. guys are hot. Want to yeah. talk about that 100%. shit? And, no, and it's that not gonna be, and it's not creepy because they're the men just like have the hegemonic power in 100%. society, and like that's and like I said, in a perfect a world, patriarchy. both would be able to do it and not be and it not be seen as sure. like gross male gazy. But like sure. we're not there yet. And like yeah. honestly, yeah. I read an interview. That's where a lot of early Kesha's stuff was about. She'll do like mm. ex- explicit lyrics of stuff purposefully about flipping the thing talking yeah. about like sh- whip out your whatever whatever and it's like <laughs> right on. trying to flip that yeah, like yeah. if one would think it's about a guy kind of flipping that whole thing yeah but yeah it's like it's one of those things I thought about because I'm like I do a podcast right. talk about how uh, Gal Gadot like Wonder Woman is unimaginably beautiful it's beautiful I know and yet it's not creepy but everyone I be guess like, if it's a guy and a girl <laughs> doing it then yeah. that, that, that's our next spinoff podcast yes. where we just talk about just hotties gender no, it doesn't matter guys yeah. or girls hottie babes and we just talk about who's hot who's the hottest person on this show on this on, on Hannibal uh, I was no, say on sorry. the ethical butchers <laughs> <laughs> who's hot you mean um, <laughs> who do you think's hot who's who do you think's a hotter person Oh, no, on no, a, no, on Hannibal. Who's the hottest? Who's like the sexiest person on Hannibal? Uh, Raul Esparza. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's like he's handsome. He's handsome. Um, it's got to be Mess, right? I, I Is mean, anyone sexier than Mess? I was going to say Bedelia. That's my second thing. I was thinking of Bedelia, and then I was thinking Mess. And the two of them, I feel like, are the... Yeah, she's just got the, like, oh, mis- she's so she gorgeous. just glides across a room. She's gorgeous. She's beautiful. Although there are some times when she, when she delivers lines, when I'm like, how many Klonopin did you take? Yeah, yeah, you right there, Biddy? Really, yeah. though? And she's like, well, you know, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, There's especially in the scene when he's crying. The dinner sequence also. Oh, and the she's dinner just sequence saying too. Lines she just like rambles very, off some sort of like you know, really Hannibal, mystical. And I'm like, all right, how many did you take, honey? <laughs> too many? It's working for her, however many she took. I'm loving <laughs> it. Yeah. Now I, I, she's, I mean, hello. My Kenzie scale is not at zero. And I think, I think she is really attractive. <laughs> yeah, Jillian Anderson looks great. She looks great in this show. She's beautiful. Yeah. Um, all right, so we got really off track there, yeah, but I'm not. Did. But I you know, this is season finale. We're just gonna go for it. We, if we're not gonna get off track now, when are we ever? And I season dropped a two. bomb on y'all, and I'm so sorry. I'm excited about that bomb. I think that's great, and I'm excited for you for to watch the finale for for, uh, <laughs> for like for like 28 weeks from no less yeah like like than now. Yeah, so, so, yeah. so there's 26 more episodes. We're gonna do a fanfic episode next. Yeah. Then we're gonna do that. I'm trying to think of like what day, what time of the year what? it'll be. It'll be a while. It'll be a while from now. I, it'll be, it'll when be we started this summer, I said it'll take a year and a half for us to do the whole show because there's yeah. 52 weeks in a year and we're doing 39 episodes over Correct. the course of every yeah. two weeks. Yeah. 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 When we get there, y'all, I I can't wait to experience that episode for the first time. <laughs> Uh, wonderful, wonderful. Hopefully by that point there'll be season four on the way. Yes. And you better believe we'll be doing it. If there's a Lord. If there's a God in heaven. <laughs> um, okay, so handles under arrest, and then it goes to the 
we're now in Hannibal's office. Hannibal's under arrest, sorry. Will's under oh, arrest. Yes. Now we're in Hannibal's office, and um, she mentions the clock, and she whips it out. And, Will, and Hannibal's... This is, again, Hannibal knowing all the moves. Yes. Or just... Or, so just, or it's just like contingency plans, right? It's like Ocean's Eleven-esque contingencies. Absolutely. Like the recording that he pulled out to Jack the last episode. Like, that was 100% contingency. A clean clock with the name on it, just in case. Yes. I... Absolutely. He's always just either 10 steps ahead or has like a million backup plans. Can you imagine how infuriating it would be to play him in chess? I mean, I'm dog shit in chess because I don't think very well ahead of things. I make decisions on the fly, uh-huh. which is why I'm terrible at chess. Um, I also think out loud, so I'm also terrible oh, at chess. Because if I was going to strategize, I'd go, well, I think I should move that there. Yeah, like, I can't think in my head that, that well. Mm-hmm. Um, but can you imagine how annoying it would be to play him in chess? He would fucking pwn you in a second. In a millisecond. <laughs> it would be the fastest game of chess in history. Uh, yeah. Wow. But that's what we love about him. No, it's great. It's very satisfying when these moments happen, when you're like, oh, wow, he got that plan yeah, too? Yeah, because you're thinking, oh, fuck, like, Alana made me do a clock. Oh, shit, she's going to whip it out, and, and now they're going to see. And then, of course, Jack asked the most obvious question, to which last night I yelled out, yeah. He goes, could someone fake this? And I'm like, of course they of could course. fucking fake this. This isn't, like, a blood pressure thing. You right. can't, like, fake, like... This, right. yeah, this isn't a blood sample. Like, no, he just drew right. a clock. Of course you could of fake course, it. Of course, you idiot. I mean, it's like things like that. And I'm like, this. What, what purpose does this question serve? Is it for the audience? No, no, no. It's like a legalistic question. It's the kind of question that Alana would be asked in court, right? Oh, he's okay. asking the question sure. ahead of time. You know, sure. think about it. She's an expert witness. I mean, she's been on oh. the stand. You can imagine if she's been in the circle, yeah. she's been on the stand a million times. Yeah. She says, you know, she's, she's presenting the clock they drew for her as evidence. Yeah. Any good attorney prosecuting Will would go, could that be faked yeah. reasonably? How, how can we prove that he, this, he actually drew this on and the date that, he, that it says he drew it? Or how do, can you prove that he didn't just fake draw a shitty clock? Right. Yeah. And you can't. Yeah. Well, so, that's like, that's why Jack asked that, because yeah, he's also been in a million courtrooms. Mm. Um, and, he, he, you know, that, that's the kind of question you, should, you would ask. Yeah. Okay, Will drew this. you got to think ahead. Could he be faking it? Yeah. Is it reasonable to say that one could fake that? And of course it is, because it's drawing a clock. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I mean, but she's figuring this shit out. Yeah. She's really figuring it out. Um, she's not a, she's, she's an intelligent woman. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so, and we're still in Hannibal's office for the next scene, right? Hello, Will. Hello, Will. He's done this before, where he's, Hello. like, shown up in the loft and Hannibal just, like, knows he's up there, right? Yes. Or was that Abigail? That it was, was Abigail. Abigail. But again, someone up in the stacks, he's just sitting there. How do you get in? Is there a door? How does one... Did he sneak in when we had went to the bathroom? Like Right. I I don't know. And he just knew he was up there. Yeah. How? Can he hear him? Can he, he can smell him, probably. He, he can smell him. He yeah. can definitely smell him. Yeah. Um, I love this next sequence, the examining each victim mm. sequence. I mean, this is like psychic driving. Now we're witnessing yeah. Hannibal is psychic driving Will, or yeah. to some extent similar to that. He's leading him on. Mm-hmm. He's saying, so let's examine how you would kill them to yeah. then disprove it, yeah. which is obviously like, now I'm going to plant the seeds in your head. Mm-hmm. And they have this sequence where Will's standing there in his oranges, and he's looking at these like weird grayish figurines of each murder oh, victim. That. Yes, it's such a gorgeous That's sequence. Great. It's like the you see the victims as they were in the crime scene or whatever. So you yeah. see Sutcliffe laying back in his see chair. Whatever, in the fucking and, and he's just drenched in this. Yeah, like black gray. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that was brilliant. Is that they're like statues? Yes, yeah, exactly. And then as he's doing this, Hannibal is just pushing him. He's just pushing him. Mm-hmm. He's like, so you would want to do that, or you would have a, 
you said this that this was gift wrapped and it was right. exactly you know maybe yeah. you were examining how Hobbes killed and killed her to examine it some more yeah. it was an exercise for you yeah basically just showing him that we can't there's no way to disprove any of these. Yeah. Like, there is a sort of slight explanation yeah. for each one of these situations mm-hmm. here. And you're still sick and I'm in your head. Yeah. And I'm going to fuck with your head yeah. and make you doubt yourself even more. Man, oh, man. Um, tricky, tricky boy. This is another time sequence. Okay, so I went on Google Maps and I wrote okay. Baltimore, Maryland to Bloomington, Minnesota. It is 16 and a half hours. Yeah. They leave and it's somehow daylight. So... So, okay, yeah. so so when Will, I had, I really thought about this last night, <laughs> when when Will is in Hannibal's office, when, when, okay, mm-hmm. when Will's first there up in the stacks, we don't know what time it is, because it's dark, because it's, it's whatever in, in Hannibal's office, he goes, look up, hi Will, but then when they're sitting across in this chairs from each other, there's light it's coming daylight. in the windows. Sure. Could be morning, could be afternoon, who knows. Okay, yeah. Um, I think it's morning because of what Bedelia says later. Okay, they get in the car, let's go to Minnesota. Yeah. Um, you know, it's again. I mapped it out. Sixteen and a half hours. If yes. he never stopped from yes. Baltimore to Bloomington, Minnesota, they get there. It's the middle of the night. Yes. Don't they first get there and it's like day and it's some weird flashback? You then they actually then it's Will. We're here and he wakes up and it's like middle of the night. It's dark. When they when they're actually in the house. When they're actually in the house. They're, no, there was some dream, se- dream sequence. No, but it it was daytime at first, but then it was actually dark. I thought when. Hannibal, because Will, ha- Will has this dream, and then Hannibal goes, Will, wake up. We're here. So wait, when when Jack shows up, it's daylight. Though. Is it? Yeah. Okay, so I'm even more confused now. So, because then Bedelia says later, because before Jack shows up, Jack goes to Bedelia and goes, have you seen Hannibal like the past 24 hours? He might have, Will might have absconded with him, and she goes, he no-showed his morning appointment. His morning, right. He would have considered it rude yeah. to have no-showed. So, so it was a morning appointment. So I think that yeah. Will came in the morning, and they left Baltimore in the morning, and then got there in the middle of the night. Well, here's the... Here's <laughs> and then Jack just shows up seemingly 10 minutes after right, that. Right, that's what I'm thinking. That's <laughs> my biggest issue. Maybe he just took the plane, honestly. Well, he must have. He must have. There's no way the that he drove The flight from Baltimore to Minneapolis is like... Oh, two and a half right, hours, and then you drive to Bloomington, which is in the suburbs of Minneapolis. Got it. Okay, great. That makes more sense. Because I was going to say, the biggest question is, how did he get to Minnesota? But I was just so confused by, like, okay, so they're in the car on the highway, and they're driving. Like, I want but scenes. But it's nighttime. I think they left, say, let's say it's Monday. I think they left, like, Monday afternoon. Got it. Drove through the night. Get there and the got there, like, Tuesday morning to got Minnesota. It. I could have sworn that when they actually, when Jack, when Hamill goes, Will, wake up. We're here. It's dark outside. Now, it could be 4 a.m. and it's dark outside. I don't remember him. I remember him being asleep, but I don't remember him waking up. What was he dreaming about? I don't remember now. Of course, I didn't fucking oh, okay. write it down. No, sorry. Uh, he was having a lot of flashbacks of the, the like, of Abigail. First, he was having flashbacks of the, the breakfast scene with a call. Interesting. Okay. Yes, yes. He was imagining he was Garrett Jacob Hobbs in oh, the breakfast scene. I remember scene. That. And then he picks up the phone, Dad is for you, and he hears Hannibal go, Will? And he wakes up, we're here. And it's like nighttime. Interesting. In the car. Okay. And then they get in there, and, and then Will is imagining that, you my mom, you my dad, and you be the man on the phone. Oh, I remember And that. it's yeah. Hannibal and the man on the phone. And then Will's like, wait a second. That's when Will connects the dots. The only reason that I remember that it was daylight whenever, say, Jack showed up was because whenever Will has the gun pointed at Hannibal and they're having this standoff, more or less, I remember thinking, 
that it was strange that Hannibal had the light on him and Will was in the shadows with the yeah, gun. Yeah, I think it was like dawn. Yeah, it must have. It, it was like not it a bright It would make sense light. for it to be dawn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, it would make sense for Will to show up at Hannibal's office in the stacks in, like, the mm-hmm. middle of the night. Or uh, early, early morning. Early morning, yeah. Then, because Will's there, Hannibal no-shows Bedelia. Yeah. They're talking, talking, they're talking, they're talking, they're talking. Yeah. The whole psychic driving scene happens. Sure. Then, let's say it's 2 p.m. Sure. They leave 16 hours. They get They get to... Yeah. Uh, okay, let's say it's seven. noon. They get to Minneapolis at 4 or 5 a.m. Yeah. Still dark outside. Yeah. And then dawn happens. I could see that. We cracked it. <laughs> crack, crack the code, y'all. Go home, wrap it up. Because it's like, I was just like, okay, we're seeing someone travel, and yet I'm trying to figure out the timing of all I this. I was so, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I was surprised, but I was like, they're driving? Hannibal gets in his Bentley. Well, also, you can't fly with a security check-in, like the battle pop on the grid. Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, with Will, he's, he's, they've known he's run away at this point, or whatever. Yes, he's There's escaped no from the ambulance, okay. or not that ambulance, the paddy wagon. Um, was it a... Or was it an ambulance? That's, yes. I Actually, it might have been. Or I can remember it was an ambulance or it was like a police ambulance. Or like, it wasn't an armored car like Eddie Israel no, was in. No, no. Because I remember thinking, weird that they put him in the back of an ambulance It might like have been this. an ambulance. Yeah, it was weird. Or some sort of medical transport. Or like ambulance-esque vehicle. Right, right, right. Whatever. Um, I want a scene of Will and Hannibal at the gas station. He's driving yeah. a Bentley. Those things have no fuel efficiency, I'm no. assuming. He's driving a Minnesota. At least twice, probably four times, he's stopping at like a, a shell station. Yes. And I want to know if he's like, hey, you want me to go in? Are you going to you yeah, go to the bathroom? You want Cheetos? You want me, uh, you what, you, what, cheese you, it? what you need? <laughs> yeah. What, what's your go to road, road, uh, road trip garbage? Me? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I love Twizzlers. We've talked about this before. I was going to say Twizzlers, Twizzlers, definitely. have got to, I mean, since I was young, I've always had a pack of Twizzlers when we're on a, on a road trip or something. Um, Blythe's go to were the cheesy Ritz bits. Yeah, okay. That's oh, Blythe's yeah. Go-to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are good. I um, like, like, Doritos. I'm a Doritos head. Yes. I know. I'm trying to think, of, like, savory-wise what, what I go to. Really, I'm more of a sweets yeah, person. Yeah, I'll always get one of each. I'll get, like, a chocolate. Mm. So I'm going to get three things, so I'm an insane person. I'll no? get, like, a Twizzler. Yeah, Then I'll fruity. get, like, a sweet, like, a savory, sure. like, a Doritos, Cheetos, uh, Cheez-Its. And then I'll get a mm-hmm. chocolate. Because mm. chocolate's a different food group than Twizzler. It is. I have 100%. Sometimes you're in the mood for sometimes the fruity. Sometimes it's Twizzlers. Sometimes, sometimes it's gummy bears. But yeah. I'll get like that that kind of a sweet and then a chocolate sweet. Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its is probably the savory that I go with. Solid. Easy. They're not messy. So good. Love it. I love road trips when you can just... You eat like absolute trash. Yes. Yes. Tra- and you're like, all right, stop at Chick-fil-A. Like, stop at McDonald's. Yeah, like, great. just shoveling in gas station And I'm just food. sitting in this seat, just eating garbage. For hours. I know. Perry and I are planning a trip to Austin pretty oh, soon. that be fun. We're to drive. And so that's like a, that's like 13 or something hours, I think. Road trips have taken a different meaning since I have a kid. I bet. Now it's like, when can we get the fuck out of this car? I bet. <laughs> Once she's older, it'll be easier because you can, like, color or read it. Oh, exactly. Now it's just herself. like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okie dokie. So, right. oh my god, there's some insane lines. Will was like, when I shot Hobbs, he was like a bunch of dark and swarming flies that then scattered. I was like, Whoa. and he, he, she lost great gouts of blood. Wow. I was like, I must have not been paying attention to this, but that's beautiful. That must be from the book. Of course. I'm guessing. If it's an insane line, I'm if assuming it's, it's from the book. bonkers and flowery, sure. Bonkers and flowery. That is a great catchphrase for this entire show. <laughs> Bonkers and flowery. It Hannibal. is. Yeah. Love it so much. 
Um, but yeah, but this is when Will is like, click, cause turns around, he goes like, I know who I am right now. I don't know who you yeah. are. And then he pulls the gun on him. Yeah. Hannibal isn't scared for a fucking second. Oh, Hannibal couldn't be less scared. He's looking at him like, huh, well, d- it felt good to kill Jacob. Will it, would it feel good to kill me now? I could disarm you in three seconds if I need, like in less than Absolutely. a second if I need to. Like. Oh, yeah. And it's not going to help Will's case any if he murders Hannibal. You know what I mean? Like, it would help a gonna... lot of future people from being eaten, but it wouldn't sure. help Will's case. They probably deserve it, though. Um, <laughs> yeah. I For not a moment is he concerned about Will and this gun pointed at him. No. Um, and it's beautiful. Well, yeah. And then this is what I see. I see. And then fucking Will says, see to Jack. He does. I This time he this time we have an agreement he actually said C. Because Jack doesn't hallucinate. Only Will has worked hallucinations in this show. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, well, I don't know. Whoa. You think Will you don't think Will actually said C to Hannibal? I mean to, to Jack. Wait, what was my argument with I, it's been so long. What did what did I argue about J- Garrett Jacob Hobbs? Oh, that Will hallucinated him saying C. C. Yes. Which I buy. I think he said C because they had some weird, like, we're now <laughs> crazy psycho mind meld. Uh-huh, okay. Back to Will. Like, he saw Will back to Will, like you see now. Uh, but but I would buy that Hobbes actually didn't and Will is because Will is in Hobbes' head so much sure. that he thought Hobbes said C. No. Uh, however, this scene, Will definitely says C. Uh, yeah. He goes, I see you now. I see who you are to Hannibal. You were just curious. And he's, like, putting it all together. Similar... This okay. kitchen is like the kitchen of revelations. Like everything happens in this fucking kitchen. This is the kitchen where where, where Hobbs gets shot and right. blah blah blah. See, then it's the kitchen where Abigail likely met her end yes. because she figured out the Hannibal was yeah. C. And then it's where the same kitchen yes. where fucking Will sees well, Hannibal. That's, that's okay. I I am I do believe that Will said C. But my next question is like, why? Why would he say the exact same thing that the guy said right in the exact same location? It's like it, poetry. They rhyme. Right. I was going to say, it seems like such a tweak, like poetic bookend that he planned. Or like, he was like, was he dying? And he was like, this would be a good time for me to see. See? It's just, it, yeah. I, I don't it's, know. It's just the kind of stylistic. Dream logic. Stylistic parallels of this, like, now he's he's dying yeah, in the same place. Yeah. That, he was not dying, but he was shot in the same place. Hobbs was yeah. shot. He sees the thing, and mm-hmm. he looks at Jack, and he's like, don't you see what's up right now? Yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah. I Okay. I'm on board. I'm on board. Um, I'm on but board. But yeah, I mean, that was, I, I wrote in, in all caps, and I underlined it many times, how did Jack C get there so fast? <laughs> but I guess I think we answered our, our, yeah. our own question. He had to have flown. He, yeah, he flown, he got there in the middle of, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Hanny with no tie, brown blazer in the hospital room. And then who who says, was it Atlanta says, he's not your victim? Or I think it was Jack, who's like, Hannibal, J- uh, Will's not your victim. And I was like, yes, he is. It, yeah, it must have been Jack. Yeah, he 100% is, uh, if anyone is. Um, the only thing I wrote for this scene, <laughs> I write the stupidest thing. I don't know what was going through my I love head this what you morning. write. I wrote, Will getting treatment for his little brain boo-boo. His little, his little brain boo-boo. <laughs> this is when they finally find that encephalitis. I know. After, after Abigail predicted, like, she finally guessed right. Yeah. That it was encephalitis. And it will, or not will, Hannibal almost talks about his treatment, like, indignantly. He's like, oh, he's getting a, a antiviral treatment steroids. and some anti-steroids. And, like, he's not saying it like, oh, thank God. He's will like, it help? A... <laughs> will it help? Yeah, and then Hannibal goes, 
Jack goes, will it help? Oh, yeah. And Hannibal goes, more or less. <laughs> I just love that. Like, he's like, oh, I guess. Yeah. Goddamn, figured it and out. And then it's, like, this is, again, these episodes, especially this episode, previous episodes, again, with Will's been in the hospital, again, reinforce the fact that Will is not the protagonist of the show. If he was, mm. episodes would end with him in the hospital, like, oh, my God, what's going on? Yeah. No, fuck that. It ends... This hospital sequence, which is like all the characters, it's like a classic ending of an episode. He's in the hospital. Is he going to be okay? Credits. Yeah, next correct. episode. Correct. No. <laughs> no. No. We have this hospital sequence, and then it's Hannibal holding the most extra fucking glass thing ever. Wait. Knock, knock, knock. Bedelia opening her crazy door, and then Hannibal's like, good evening, holding this like plate of his veal in this insane glass like oh you didn't notice i didn't know holy didn't. Sh- holy shit I it's didn't. like sorry my computer I, was like really messing up when i was I taking notes on this i, I couldn't stop laughing that's not so how the, that's not how the episode ends though no okay. no it ends in the hospital it ends in the hospital but this it is the second the to last scene yeah go ahead. which is a big fucking scene so it opens so he knock 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 bedelia opens her like big fucking like hobbiton door this like huge <laughs> wooden yeah. door um, and he's holding a plate of like the veal on saucerware, whatever the fuck. Yeah. And this huge, tall glass, like what's the thing called? Where, like you put the thing over the plate. Oh sure. Oh. Fuck. Cloche. Yeah, I yeah think cloche. It's yeah. a huge glass cloche that looks like a like. It looks like I don't know what it looks like. It's like <laughs> insane. This huge like like multiple feet tall glass okay. cloche. Um, not multiple feet tall, like foot and a half, sure. crazy huge, holding. It. He goes, "Good evening," and he just shows up with this fucking dish. And then he goes, he describes the dish, and he goes, since you won't come to my house, this is the only way I can make you dinner. And he basically, he, I don't blame op- her. he opens it up, and and then she's like, it smells like a campfire. He goes, I smoked the veal on a pyre of dry hay. Which is like, I've seen that, again, I've seen that in trailers for like MasterChef or whatever, where like apparently that big glass cloche is basically to, to keep the smoke flavor in. Sure. You smoke the meat, you put smoke in there. That. Yeah, look at that fucking thing. Yeah. And there's Hold like, okay, it isn't as tall as I thought it was my memory, but it's still pretty crazy. There's like bones and his insane decoration and like three, four, four cuts of this veal in this crazy glass titty. It looks like a nipple. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I'm sorry, <laughs> no, I agree. No, but I'm look sorry. at this thing. I did not expect the word titty to come at me so fast. <laughs> I really hit afternoon. the T there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it yes. was like I couldn't yeah. stop laughing because he goes Will's in the hospital he's like got a brain thing yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen it's all emotional and dark and Jack's worried it's beautiful cut to or maybe it's the, this is like a better picture yes look maybe. at this fucking thing that is thing. pretty big it's so tall that is pretty big and he just like is holding it we'll put a picture of it on Twitter and she just like opens the door put, put the previous picture on where like it's really nipplish <laughs> okay um, really see the titty um it's just like, yeah. if it was on Tumblr, it'd get flagged. It would, in a heartbeat. Um, <laughs> it was just so comical. No, that's a lot. And it, it was so extra, and it was so Hannibal. And it was a, such a, a great juxtaposition is why I love the show. Like, there's all this stuff with Will, and then it's like, Hannibal, like, oh, by the way, I smoked this meat on a pyre of, of dried, dried hay. hay. I want to see a scene of that. Like, what is, this like... Is a better picture of it. Yeah, what did, what did that pyre look... And where? In your kitchen or in your backyard or... And this is what I'm wondering about if she thinks... This scene is so interesting because then this scene reveals, A, that she's catch, she, she knows what's up. Correct. She's right. like, they're starting to see your pattern. Like, right. Oh, she says, oh, be careful, Hannibal. They're starting to see your pattern. He goes, well, what pattern is that? 
Well, that you tend to involve yourself with people prone to violence. That pattern. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, makes no, me she... wonder how many scapegoats are there in these hospitals, in these prisons? How many other oh, poor yeah. bastards are there with oh, mental yeah. health issues who Hannibal's like, oh, interesting, mm-hmm. this would be a good patsy for these five murders. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure there's a, there's a good number of them, and she seems to be quite aware of what how he goes about getting rid of these people, getting involved with them, and yeah. then getting rid of them. And I, No, this was... Um, that's why I was like, I was talking something about Bedelia earlier where I was like, why would she, I don't know, because I was like, she knows more than she lets on. Like, mm-hmm. I think that she is fully aware of what Hannibal is capable of, not just that she sort of sees, of you know, she's like next move ahead so far in the future, but I think that she knows more about Hannibal yes. than than she tells people. Yes. This scene especially reveals that. Previously, I think we had thought that she knows she's a monster because she's like, I hope what I'm saying is getting to whoever's inside there because I'm not seeing that. Correct. Thank God, because you're like, but like, so so we got, at least I previously thought that she knows he's this monster. Mm -hmm. She knows he's capable of anything. Mm -hmm. Or that he's hiding something thinly. Yes, something terrifying is underneath there. However, this shows that she's picked up the pattern. She knows his MO. And another thing I'm just putting together. So there's a scene in the, there's a line in this dinner sequence. He does the whole blah, 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 the revealing the smoke and Mm -hmm. the pyre. And then they sit down and they drink the wine and he goes, it's going to get cold. Mm. Which means that she's not eating. Yeah. Which makes it go, does she know that it's people? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, well, she does say, I mean, veal is a controversial dish, but she says, oh, veal. Controversial Controversial dish. dish. Yeah. And he goes, it's going to get cold, don't eat it. And think about it earlier, he even says, she never comes over to his house for dinner. Which you would think, okay, yeah. patient, doctor, lines, yeah, right, exactly. I totally get it. Sure. However, then he serves this dinner, and she's like... She seems a little reluctant. She's like, I don't, she's like, I don't, I don't. Smells like fire. Mm-hmm. Like, hmm. Uh-huh, veal, interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's like, aren't you going to eat? Yeah, it's getting She's cold. like, I guess I have to eat this now. Yeah. You think she knows it's people? I think she might. I think she might. I wouldn't put it past her. She's a smart woman. She knows something is awry with him. I mean, that would be him. like, imagine what's going through her fucking head. Well, I mean, and she's and she's smart because we also know that Will is being framed for murders that involve taking of organs and, like, they're presuming that he eats them. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's sort of the whole thing with yeah. all of these murders and all of the, you know. Mm-hmm. So she's like, okay, if, she, if Hannibal is framing Will for these cannibalistic-style murders, then he's the one actually doing the eating. Yeah. I think she puts it together. If not now, then very soon. It's a step in the Yeah. In the Which, pathway. like, imagine the mental, like, you're sitting there for dinner and you're like, I, I think I know what this is. Yeah. I can't not eat it because that would be rude. Yeah. And Hannibal doesn't like things being rude. Right. Um, all right, gun to my head. I guess I have to fucking eat this, thinking that it might be people. Ooh, and he's like, cheers. Yeah. Oh, poor Bedelia. Yeah. Um... And then, then the final scene is the the criminally insane hospital. Yes, I love it where he's walking. This is like again classic. Very um, sorry for this awful sound. I hope you can't hear the helicopter fucking landing over our building right now. Um, this is very reminiscent of Silence of the Lambs, very. right? The like walking down the the jail pathway um, and like getting to the very end where the person you're supposed to see is, is sitting there, and yeah, gets gets there. Will is sitting on the bed. Sits up. <laughs> Hello, Will. Hello. Hello, oh, Doctor. Dr. And the smile. Oh, Mads' face. So first Mads is like, and I'm close his eyes. 
mm, and then like, mm, closes his eyes, like, mm, and then walks in, and then just has this big fucking smile. Was that one of the first smiles he's ever had? Probably the the biggest smile the biggest he's had all season, and yeah. that's how the show ends. Because he smiles briefly whenever he walks in on Will teaching. Remember that? And he's talking yes. about the copycat he's a, killer. He's given some grins yeah. before. Yeah. Some it's, little smirks. But this is a smile. This is a smile. He was happy to see He's like, Will. hi there. Hey, buddy. We're still friends, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, right. Smile and roll credits, which, right, tells us that everything this show is, is Hannibal. Now show. it's hidden. And I love this because... We're, we're, we're now entering season two in a completely different world yeah. than we were starting out, right? Yeah. You could totally, like you could have, one could have stretched this, nobody figuring it out, or one person guessing it and yet not being behind, like you could have stretched this storyline yeah. of, I think it's the murderer and he's doing all this stuff and we're trying to figure it out for longer, mm-hmm. but no, this whole season is a huge arc and it ends in a very different point than when we started in, season, in the beginning of season one. Now, Will's in jail framed. He knows what's up. We have that. Yeah. Alana's starting to figure things out. Like, right. we're in a very different place than when we started. And yeah. season two is going to enter the very different feeling of the world. Absolutely, yeah. Now it's now the game is truly afoot. Yes, one hundred percent. Because right, you're right. Up to this point, it has been who's doing this? Oh, how how weird he keeps getting away with it. Whoever this is, blah blah blah. And we've had the dramatic irony of going, we get it. Of we're the, we're on mission. Yeah. We know Hannibal knows. Yeah. And yet no one else knows. And it's yeah. kind of fun to see them figure it out and see him making the moves. Now they know too. Yeah. yeah. And now, oh, exactly, I know, I'm thinking of, like, just even certain scenes that are coming up in season two where it's very clearly, now it is Will versus Hannibal. Mm -hmm. Will is trying to prove his innocence and at the same time have Hannibal meet justice. And so he starts to get, he starts to set little traps and get very sneaky. And there's Mm -hmm. points where he, like, gets a little sneaky with Chilton and, like, stuff like that. And, of course, Hannibal, meanwhile, is still trying to... Still trying to evade every yeah. trap and stay ten steps ahead of everybody, and it gets really complicated. And like, this is like flirty really, for Hannibal. Hannibal was like, "Oh, this is fun. This is fun. Wow, what a flirt you are." Yeah. Yes, I know. I feel like I have to believe that Hannibal's had a stronger relationship with this Patsy than he has with the other ones. This oh, is a different yeah. guy. This I would is think someone so. who he truly has a has a connection to. Patsy. <laughs> They are bats. They <laughs> are, yeah. yeah. No, I would, I would think so. It's, it seems like they've been through more than his typical patsies. I would assume they have been yeah. through together with what with Abigail, and I mean, it's just been yeah. a long road. They were dads together for a hot second. They were daddies, murder daddies, murder daddies, <laughs> just, just papas. <laughs> um, All right. Well, season one is in the books. That's it. It was fun. Next episode. Two weeks from now, we're going to do some fun readings of some fanfic. Please send us your stuff. We found a few things that, that yeah. we've curated that I like. Um, it's not going to be as long as these episodes. It'll be a much shorter thing. We'll yeah. read some snippets, highlight people's work. Just just have some fun. And a yeah. nice little interlude before we kick off into season two. Exactly. Palette cleanser. Yeah, exactly. In case you're tired of hearing us talk for two hours, you can you're hear gonna us You're going to hear us talk, talk for, for 40 minutes yeah. and, and talking about talking other people's work instead yeah. of our own nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> and it is nonsense. Um, the okay. show's not. The show's wonderful. Yeah. What did I say? Bonkers and flowery. Bonkers and flowery. I'm gonna change. We should, we should change our Twitter bio to, instead of making sense of the wondrous nonsense like bonkers and flowery. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it right <laughs> now. All right. Let's, let's. We need to rate this. Let's rate this. Uh, let's rate this thing. 
Um, really, this this episode just nailed every yeah. It, it hit every nail on the head for me. Um, I don't feel any reservation giving this maybe a perfect ten Great. for me. Um, I'm gonna give it ten. Hmm, there'd be an easy choice here. Um, ten uh, Bentleys. Great. Yeah. Great. I love Vincent Bentley. Me too. That's like the most stereotypical, like, rich guy. Rich like, man. <laughs> so, like, new money. Like, it's amazing. But, like, trying to be a Rolls and old money seem. It's, yes, it's I would amazing. Say it looks, looks enough like a Rolls, but it's not. It's amazing. Um, yes. And this, I mean, man, this episode is exactly what I think a season finale should be. Yes. I feel like a lot of times people think season finales are to, like, set up a gigantic cliffhanger, cliffhanger to right. make you go, and then what's going to happen for five months? But, right. but, but no, I think this is perfect. It sets you up. There's no cliffhanger in the sense of, like, what's going to happen in the next yeah. moment. Right. Yeah. However, there's a big cliffhanger in that, like, I can't wait to see how the story keeps playing. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It isn't like I'm on the edge of the building. Am I going to fall or not? You're right, because I feel like it very well could have, the show could have ended at the end of season one, and, like, that would have been, we wouldn't left we wouldn't be left going, oh, what's going to happen? No, like, no, I mean, like, that would have been an interesting story. Yeah, yeah. that would have been like, interesting That, that would have been really cool. Um, I totally agree. And, like, I like that it didn't finish with some kind of weird, like, it, it could have ended with, with, with Will pulling the gun on Hannibal. Yeah, yeah. Credits. Yeah. Oh shit! He found out. He pulled the gun on him. Mm-hmm. What's gonna happen or next? Or like zooms out to the woods and you just hear like one shot go off. Oh my god, like... that would be so shitty TV yes. movie. Yes. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's a trope that I hate. I do too. The shot goes off and like, who did who it? Who died? And obviously not, not the person you think it's gonna be. Exactly. Um, but no, it, it does it so well in that it it caps this story. It's a nice conclusion, and yet it sets you up excited for how the story's gonna continue playing mm-hmm. out. Um, I'm giving it nine out of ten, not because of any flaws into it, just to, just because unlike some of the other mid season ones, it didn't have that gut level like fuck yes element. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, there's no lot. I can't piece together the logic of it, but I'm giving it nine out of ten. That's fine. Nine out of ten uncut loaves of bread. <laughs> God. I just, that bread is stale by now. There's 100%. no way. Not. Why is it not in a bread box? It's just sitting out. Did he bake it? Is he a baker? If so, I would love to see I more would, baking scenes. I would love to see more baking scenes. Maybe him and Hannibal can collaborate on something. That would be wonderful. I like, want a baking what's his scene. Specialty? I want Will bake bread, apparently. Muffins? Just loaves of bread? Loaves. And He's hollow? just storing loaves. <laughs> Storing loaves. I hate it. Uh, but you don't, though. I don't. I love hey, it. Hey, Melina, we nailed show. it. This whole first season, under two hours, maybe. Woo! <laughs> Just a mere moment. Hurry, let's close it out. <laughs> Hurry. Mere moment. I'm trying to get to our credits so we can um, well, tell this, people to follow This episode us. is brought to you by us, the Butchers. I'm going to mix uh, us, Melina and Jack. Brought to you by... The Butchers, us, Melina and Jack, <laughs> from here in Nashville, Tennessee, where you guys know we are now, <laughs> Music City, USA, right. Bird Lime Capital, Yeehaw. Bachelorette City. Um, <laughs> our theme music is by Sean Hills, and our logo design is by John Larson. You can find us on... Oh, you can... That was a sorry, sorry. <laughs> segue into it was me. A, it was a really ham-handed <laughs> pass to you. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's just going to do the whole thing. Um, you can find <laughs> us on Twitter at 
F Butchers Pod. Please follow us, chat with us. Um, you can find all our episodes there. Um, just uh, hit us up. Uh, we're also online. Our website is theethicalbutchers.com. And uh, send us an email. We love emails. Love uh, emails. We email you back right away. Just please, like, just whatever you have to say. Um, at uh, Our email is ethicalbutcherspodcast at gmail.com. Right away once we read it. We don't oh, check it off every yeah. single day. Two, two now, tweaks in between episodes. So yeah. if, if we haven't responded to your email, it's yet or, or very quickly, it's because we haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. Trust <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah, that's the good good clarification. <laughs> All right, well, Happy New Year. Happy everybody. New Year, and uh, please join us for our fanfic app, and we'll see you in Season 2. See ya.